The information presented in this program is not intended as legal, health, or nutritional advice. All topics are provided for informational purposes only and are not necessarily endorsed. Neither Light On nor its host accepts responsibility for any statements, views, or opinions presented in this episode. All rights reserved. I'm this is you're the first person to ever grace a light on studio <laughs> thank in you person. it's all been virtual um it's a new era I'm do you use your that name what Elise Anamkara or Elise no, which, what, what Elise? do you call you I mean Elise <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, just Elise <laughs> just Elise. okay all right uh, I'm joined by my friend and neighbor Elise um today and uh it's a funny story how i met elise actually um shows that you can meet just about anybody in, in your neighborhood i was uh sitting on a bench talking to my some of my other neighbors and um elise came over and started talking to us and uh you you said some stuff i know exactly how this happened yeah it, you said some stuff that i was like oh yeah oh. i okay. said something about about my neighbor putting uh, certain creams on her dermis. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm Elise. Um, Elise Anamkara is, I guess, what my is my main uh, jam. But Elise Edwards, Elise Anamkara, I mean, soul friend in uh, Gaelic and also DJ Jouet. Um, that means play in French, by the way. Um, thanks for having me. And yeah, so um, we found out that we were neighbors yes. <laughs> when we were talking to this chick that we that is kind of like the mayor of our neighborhood, like <laughs> super like old school New York. Like you know, she's just like the 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 you know, she's the mayor of the neighborhood. She knows everyone. Yeah. And she was like asking me if I wanted this like medicated stuff, like cream or something yeah. that they gave her for to ease some kind of pain. And I was like, I'm good. And then I was like, Can, do you mind if I look at it? And I looked at it and I was like, oh no, this has yeah. a bunch of terrible shit in it. I was like, you definitely do not this, you do not need to put this on the largest organ of your body, your, your um, epidermis. Not counting the interstitial fluids. Yeah. I was like, you don't need, I was like, this is really just ruining. I was like, don't do that. I was like, get some fucking like cannabis oil or something like that, like, you know, or get something uh, or like CBD oil if you're having um, that kind of issue. Right. But anyway, I was like, okay, well, this girl is sort of health conscious. So I decided to try and red pill you on terrain theory, germ versus terrain. And I don't know. I don't know if that's really taken a hundred percent. Maybe not to me. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't know if you've really taken to it. I think you but haven't like, done the research. <laughs> I mean, the, right. The best I can hope for though, is like sometimes somebody like willing to listen. So I appreciate that. I never try to force anybody to believe. Right. It, no. But well, no, I don't, but I will, I will correct. I will speak correctly, uh, as it pertains to my worldview. So if you're talking, if you're ta going to talk about viruses, I'm gonna be like, where, where did you find that virus? Where, right. where is it? Yeah. I didn't, oh I never found yeah. Mm -hmm. So I am actually very scientific. And if you want to debunk me, then you also have to use science, the scientific method. So, oh, so you're like a real left brain, whatever. So I'm also, so 
I well, no, really. I'm um I'm a well we're both artists, so mm. we obviously have the right brain active activated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, in terms of you know you 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 want more critical like tangible proof of stuff in a more like left brain well, way to a certain extent. I'm not you can't be all left brain. No, right. But like even though between, society is becoming increasingly yeah. more left brain, like, all or all of every of something is not good right you have to have a good mix but like when it comes to like you know uh natural phenomena in our physical world i think the scientific method is the best thing we have right so but it's not the only thing because you know no i talk i talk about uh you know um you know non-physical science all the time on the show i talk about uh you know non-materialist science and there's definitely aspect right to that um that's a huge error well, like I'm an astrologer and um, I've been, you know, I always get the argument like, astro- you know, astro- astrology is made up, like blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're evil. I'm Christians like, cover your ears. I'm like, everything is made up. You know what I'm saying? And we didn't have, and like, <laughs> um, but like we start recording things and like understanding how things are related to each other, you know? And so my argument, and I wrote a 15 page paper in college about this, even though I was a theater major, Mm. um, my one, you know, English, whatever class that you had to like write something long and persuasive and well-researched and stuff was like, dude, we didn't even have like the, the math to separate the, um, qualitative and the quantitative study of the universe from each other up until like Newton's laws of physics, essentially. So for all of the, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, or at least like you know, the recorded, um, you know, movement of the stars and stuff like that, that modern astrology is based off of is like 5,000 years old. And, you know, we have much earlier, um, records of, you know, some kind of astronomy and astrology. Like people are talking about, like they're ascribing certain mythologies and archetypes and stuff like that, um, to the movement of, um, or like, you know, how things are related. And so, I'm a storyteller, man. And there's, especially nowadays, like there's way more truth in stories than there is in the news. You know what I'm saying? Which is supposed to be like critical. It's supposed to be like the scientific method of, you know, information. And it's like, so not. And, but, but, you know, you, like acting storytelling. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I feel like I, um, I tell people all the time, I tell my mom this like all the time. I'm like, yeah, we know all of those things. It was called the wire, you know, like go back and watch David Simon's <laughs> the wire, which is an interesting place to start because David Simon was a journalist and his whole thing is like taking a finite time period using stories that were captured at like, you know, in the newspapers, but then going back. Those are based and, on real stories. Yeah. The wire? yeah mm-hmm. oh, wow. And then, and he goes back and like fleshes out the human story behind it. Mm-hmm. That is more than just the who, what, where, when, why, and how, like now you're getting, not only you're getting like a much more comprehensive, um, something and, um, God, that guy's a G, but, uh, yeah, storytelling is really important. And, um, I feel like there's a lot more truth about, humanity and about like the the real nature of things well they hide the truth in stories now right in movies television well certainly know that well they hide it but like also that might be the only way to go under the radar undetected of something that doesn't need to be edited out or changed for you know well i think it's more of their sort of like subversive way i had a freemason on the show 
Um, I just found yeah. out that Randall Carlson's a Freemason. Okay, Who's anyway. Randall Carlson? What? You don't know who Randall Carlson is? Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I had a, a Freemason uh, cinema symbolism uh person on can't think of his name off the top of my head i'm sorry uh but yeah he said she said there's tons of like freemasonic uh you know imagery and even like rituals and in, in films and stuff and you know i know from researching all that stuff that they they hide hidden messages and like it's it's their, i think it's their way of communicating to not only each other but also like um telling people the truth mm-hmm. and it's sort of like their way of escaping some sort of karma Cause it's like, well, we told you. I, the Masons, um, to me, uh, especially in like the the symbolism that they use and how it's all based on geometry and stuff like that, is like it it might um and and geometry is like really based on like sacred geometry, you know, like yeah. that there is a ratio to certain things that is universal, and so what may or especially at certain times, like when you know masons and the knowledge that they hold is like under a special like kind of like microscope you know of or attack mm-hmm. um that the messaging and um the storytelling and the things that they um are trying to transmit to each other and others yeah. like secretly are more maybe like directed toward each other but for the most part i think overall it's like they're reminding us that um there's a universal truth and like our like our um I don't know, like they are making physical or like they they're upholding like the physical science of like being able to build, you know, using geometry Mm -hmm. and that we got this from nature, you know, like we got this understanding of like how to build things from nature. Mm -hmm. So they're like in a very concrete, tangible way, building things and reminding us that everything that we do is informed by a greater something and everything that we should do should be informed by that and not just informed by the messaging of the time, the, you know, the keeper of the, uh, you know, like basically the higher, the, the tyrannical, like, you know, oppressive message or wherever you are, it doesn't matter like which, you know, country or time period we're talking about. They're like, remember the greater truth. And we're going to remind you in everything that we do, every keystone, Mm. every, you know, whatever that we lay um, that yes, this is like, you're here now and um, we've been here before and the message is all around you. Like only like they're reminding us of the truth, like the universal capital T truth. Yeah. They also, depending on who, you know, which of them you talk to, they also (laughs) mislead people and, you know, you never know. But I think a lot of like, I was talking about this yesterday because I, I was on, I don't know if you, if you know, Sean Atwood, I think that's his name. Um, he was interviewing two like female Freemasons mm-hmm. a slash Eastern star members. It's like another kind of offshoot. Um, and they were on there uh, and they're like, there's no dark aspects to, to Freemasonry. Like it's all just like fun and games and whatever and they read one of my comments which was like low-level members are used as pawns they're not like in the know right basically on the real um agenda uh-huh. of the hierarchy right right because that's the thing with these organizations is like there's a lot of like members low low even some higher level ones right but unless they adjudicate you uh worthy uh-huh. of knowing their true intentions 
you're you're misled. Yeah. You're you they so a lot of them believe that they know these cool secrets or like, you know, they they show them kind of like the base level of masonry or whatever. They don't know like the the real true agenda and right uh, they're just like the I literally yeah. just saw in my head like the house bunnies of because I've I've been watching a lot of <laughs> I've been watching a lot of that like two thousands like early aughts or mid aughts um, reality show of Hugh Hefner's girlfriends called the oh, girls God. next door listen I, I know I remember watching like I had to keep watching it this time like I remember watching maybe like the first season when it came out but it's only now that I'm realizing that like I'm basically like the same age as the youngest chick that's Kendra and I think she's Kendra like it was hot yeah she's like a, they're they all were hot but anyway yeah. so like that like you talking about these you had these two Freemason chicks on and I'm not this is I do not, not mean my to demean, show, oh I, I do not mean to demean them or or even being a house bunny like I'm a party fairy myself so um but like them being like oh like it's all about like it's all about fun, you know. Like I know these like secrets, and they're all cool. And you're like, I mean, yeah. I didn't say that, but I was just kind of exaggerating. Um, but it's like you don't know like the real message. And again, yeah. to go back on in terms of like the Freemason, like I don't like ascribe to. First off, I don't know all their secrets or what their agenda is or anything. Yeah. All I'm saying is the use of symbolism and everything and and intangible places like what you physically build is very much uh, reminiscent of how all creation used to be before we yeah. started like funneling what matters and like focus, like everything that was built back in the day. Freemasonry started as a good thing. Like it was an organization of just like Masons, people who built stuff, uh, but it was infiltrated by the Illuminati, uh, Sabatine Frankists, um, the what? Rothschilds funded it. Oh, um, yeah. But are you sure that's not like that's kind of actually and I feel like um, modern capitalism or late stage capitalism is kind of like uh, the best um, like reflection of that and constant is that you kind of like take over or like you want to infiltrate someone who's already or system that's already well established and already has like a distribution system, has good membership, you know, it already has a lot of followers. It has a lot of reach, yeah. you know? And so instead of doing the work of like trying to build some monster, you know, um, you know, counter attack, whether it be, you know, physical or informational, um, it's just like, why don't we just get into this system and, and well, yeah and but it wasn't a restaurant it. chain it. it was a secret society <laughs> so no but that happens all the time like i think of i mean like people talking about there's a ton of like operatives you know cia or whatever in twitter you know and like yeah. what we used to think of as like bots or like oh this must be like russian bots you're like oh no actually that person that's been like trying to dog you into like saying something you know <laughs> like whatever like is a former or current like cia member they're like, definitely entwined oh, I mean, yeah. mark zuckerberg said it himself right they're definitely entwined in, in those organizations and like i think zuckerberg zuckerberg and all those tools you know they're just uh puppets for sort of like a you know uh a cia operation and all that well i mean i think it's like the it's like the internet and the social media platforms that really comprise the internet or how or why most people use the internet um, is going back to what the government originally thought of as the main tool or purpose behind the internet, which is they yeah. wanted a fucking right. counterintelligence and intelligence tool, you know, yeah, that yeah. they controlled. Yeah. And then, you know, some the last bit of hippie dumb or whatever in 
whatever MIT grads or dropouts or I don't know exactly the people who designed the internet, but the people that at the last minute were like, uh, this seems really dangerous to be in the hands of just a singular entity. Let yeah, and the made internet's it, not all fun and games. We talked about this, right? The, the not last, really, but like, we? but they made it like inherently, they made it inherently decentralized. And but modern usage and like the people that own the most real estate or like access to the yeah. internet or what people watch has essentially made it more centralized again. And so yeah, all they need to do really, yeah. to go back to like what you said about like how um, the Freemason started good and then it got infiltrated by Illuminati and like all these other people. That's essentially like the that's essentially what has happened to the internet and social media platforms and stuff because right. they had a structure there. You had now you have a bunch of people using it. Social media is free because you're the product for one, right? That's very easy to tell. And, you know, they, they keep tabs on everything you do. Um, but with the internet, uh, you know, it's a great way to like modern book burn. It's a modern way of like, there's, there's portions of the internet that are disappearing, some think. And I've, I've kind of witnessed some of that. Uh, you know, it's very easy to erase things off the internet, erase change history. So I think that that is also a part of the internet agenda that that people don't think about because the more things get digital the more they're easily manipulated this right? is why the freemasons know to like put your mark in things that are physical and can stand the test of yeah, time right keep your book and the ancients yeah. do that too there's not a temple or even just like old structures you know i mean not a lot of them exist mm -hmm. but um everything was done purposefully to both record like a current message reflect a higher message and to like be there as a story or a testament to yeah. um something to like endure you know mm -hmm. and we have so much stuff that is just not it, it has no purpose other than to get you to keep watching to get you to click on this you know that's like because people you know kind of bootlegged the form of truth and like left the content behind the purpose of it yeah yeah absolutely um, can you turn the volume down on that? Sorry. No, I was wondering oh, that. That's on the headphone? Yeah, that's a Oh, okay. Headphones. I thought it was your phone. Never no. Mind. That's okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was like, this is this is too oh, much. Sorry, but, I lost okay. my train of thought um, about talking about the Freemasons. Fucking, yeah, the Freemasons. Yeah, man. They're very interesting. There's I don't a, know a ton of There's people. a lot of Freemasons I mean, who are well-meaning, though. Uh, I mean, and they put out, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot of like high level, like old Freemason philosophers who put a lot of truth out. But you do have to be careful, you know, like what what you believe and you don't know if they're really misleading you sometimes. Uh, but I think I think there's a lot of good information. In, in, um, and to about everything. But, you know, yeah. like you're saying the Fre Freemasons, since they have been like purveyors of truth for a long time, it gets especially dangerous when. You know, people start using that their platform. Yeah, well, they were co-opted. The free, right? the Freemason platform to start. You know, yeah. putting out misinformation. The Bavarian Illuminati is real, and they, Bavarian. They, yeah, the Bavarian Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. I did a short film on this. I sent it to you, but you probably didn't watch it. Sorry. Anybody who's really interested in this stuff, it's it's mainly focused on that. I think I talk about this all the time because I want people to watch it. I put a lot of work into it. The uh, Sabbatai Zevi and the rise of Satanism is all about. Uh, a Jewish Messiah sabotaged. Oh yeah, Eddie. I did read. I, I read it. I read. I read what you sent me. You read. I read it. Yeah, you, it's a video. It's a short film. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch a short short oh, film, but it has. Okay. There was some kind of link that had a bunch of stuff. Anyway, continue. Oh, weird. Um. Well, yeah. So it kind of like you know mentions how they all uh, converged at one point in the 
you know, these d- depraved Sabbatean Frankists who were, you know, doing child sacrifice, human sacrifice and all that stuff, um, you know, which is linked all the way back to the Canaanite Phoenicians and all that stuff. They eventually merged with the Freemasons that were funded by the Rothschilds. And you can kind of see where it all where it all happens. You know what I mean? Um, and a lot of this is history, you know, and people say like, oh, it's conspiracy theory, but no, it's history. Well, I have not dug that deep into oh, any of that. I know like <laughs> I like I had to, that's what I'm saying. Maybe it was because maybe you sent me that short film and I saw like the caption. And I was like, maybe I should just like find out who this person was in history. And then yeah. like off. And that sounds like a very Elise rabbit hole to just He's go down and, like, and then never come back to the actual like source, like the film that you wanted me to watch. But um. Yeah, I know you keep telling me that it all like goes back to the Phoenicians. And I was like, man, I've been saying like every like so many things go back to the Phoenicians, especially since I'm part Lebanese. But then you're telling me that like human sacrifice or child sacrifice is like Phoenician. I'm like, do I need to rethink this? Like yeah, associating... the legal system is it's Phoenician, you know, uh, ancient Hebrew is Phoenician. Um, yeah, it all kind of goes back to those people. And they were they were into some some wild shit, you know, I like again, I don't know. Um I mean, I'm definitely interested to find out more, but I've just recently been thinking in terms of the Western world and just like how our education, I mean, I knew that our education was deficient, even if you get like an excellent, you know, education, but I was like, man, how much more um, important uh, what, or like, I would have thought more critically about how the systems of power were like set up and what was happening culturally at different times. If I had also been able to understand what kind of things were happening in like these African empires, you know what I'm saying? That we never talk about. And like people, you know, of extreme wealth and, you know, a lot of these astrologers and, you know, astronomers and stuff like that, they're all from fucking Africa. And so if I had been able to, I was given the opportunity to think critically about what, what kind of enlightenment was happening over here in this like European, you know, like this Western European something and what was happening in other parts of the world simultaneously and where they overlapped and why, you know, did they have connection to each other? Were they, that's important. Or were they like getting the same like downloads or like, you know, coming to the same conclusions without having any human contact, you know, not having cultural, you know, uh, mm-hmm. contact, um, that would have been so tremendous. So I know that people are focusing, I, I feel like today people focus on the wrong things. Like, yeah, your public system, like your Macmillan textbook, you know, in your American, you know, like yeah. public school system is inherently racist. <laughs> you know, it is not like I'm from Virginia. Originally I learned like colonial Virginia history just like over and over again until I like was like boom like world history and civics like at the same time and it was like it was so and like it made you really anesthetized and it made you like now you have like these kind of like bias (laughs) against like other things yeah I was just joking um, with my friend who is a Canadian and a comic and I was like yeah this is like really hard for me to accept Canadians as anarchists, like, and I'm talking about like, like <laughs> cultural and like comedic, like anarchists. And I'm like, but really there are, but they're so, they're too clean cut. Like, and to look at me, they're, 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 they're so, so nice. yeah, they're so nice. They're too nice to be anarchists. <laughs> and I was like, mm, subversive. I like it. And I was like, Canadians aren't subversive, you know, but like, I, this is a bias that I have for being American and what I was exposed to. And the little bit that we would get about like Canada was like, 
to make you not interested in Canada or that they were like, you know, actual like humans with like, you know, all, all the capabilities that I have, you know, or that like we have, including the ability to go against the system and rebel in really wonderful ways. And uh, so anyway. Yeah. Um, but everything in school is like, I mean, history, all that stuff is just like complete lies and indoctrination. It's you indoctrination. Know? When you go outside of those systems, you realize what the truth really is and, and you know, the truth about the world. And I, I mean, we, we don't even really know what the true history is 100%, I think, because it's been erased and manipulated. That's why I rely yeah. so much on, like, the spiritual, like, aspect, because something, and I always said that if I hadn't been an actor, which I don't know if I was an actor still, but um, <laughs> if I were, um, if I weren't an actor, I would want to be um, an anthropologist and with a focus on spiritual rights and practices and studying. Cause like, I've always been, I'm, I've always been a closet goth. Like I'm very, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm very, I'm very, yeah. I'm like in the cemeteries and I listen to the cure. Um, so maybe it's not a closet <laughs> anymore, but um, my focus would really be on spiritual rights and how they are transmitted amongst different cultures, similar to how we study how linguistics, like certain linguistic signatures and stuff kind of end up in languages or influencing language along like trade routes and stuff like that. I would want to do that in terms of like, you know, death practices and, you know, like how you bury your dead, how you, you know, like what your like religious or like spiritual rights and beliefs and stuff like that are among mm -hmm. different cultures. So it's like still what I'm into. Like those are the kind of stories I want to talk about. That's like yeah. probably why I'm like, I know, I know my agent just sent me like an audition for, you know, juror, juror number four. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure I don't want to be juror number four. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. unless a juror number four is like getting sent back to like some Phoenician, whatever ritual that, you know, in this storyline, <laughs> you know, I like, yeah. I get it. Dick Wolf pays, but I, will I care? No. You know what? I got my like first real Law and Order audition after I stopped acting and I had waited like my entire fucking career to just get on law and order. And like, of course, when everything, all this bullshit went down and you know, that's when I got it. And I was like, sorry, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh, yeah. Um, how did your agent take it? Or was it a she didn't even respond? <laughs> she didn't respond. And then I think they dropped me. I think they dropped me, but it might just have been because I told them I was sitting out. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, so I don't know, but I don't know. I don't even, I don't even care that much anymore. It's like all that stuff seems so superficial after like, when you know where the world is headed now. Well, but, and also at the same time, part of me feels like we need to tell stories. Like we need, yeah, like, we, we, we uh, need, like, yeah. and it's maybe there's like an even like larger, you know, impetus to like make stories yeah. that actually care and that aren't just like brought to you by Pfizer or like, you know, like, you know, um, so that, you know, like ah, oh, I'm concerned. I'm and I'm fucking. We do need yeah. to tell those stories. And I definitely advocate for people to keep on acting and doing that stuff. I just want to do it outside of their, you know, stupid Hollywood system. I think we need to, you know, develop go, go another outside. system. Yeah, all of their, all of their systems. The system is calcified. System, oh yeah, Hollywood system. People try so hard to like, uh, like revamp those broken ass systems instead of starting their own you know what i mean like start a hospital new hospitals like healthcare based on terrain and the way the body really works start a new you know storytelling film filmmaking on you know outside of their stupid satanic hollywood <laughs> you know which is literally like 
I'll like, oh, I, I can see that you're broken. Let me, you know, I'll be your daddy. Let yeah. me like touch you. And now, you, and now you both like are consumed with fear and also like the heightened sense, you know, of acceptance and worthiness yeah, yeah. that you were missing from your childhood. But now we own you and now you'll just be a puppet to say whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you, have you, uh, are you in uh, touch with the whole like uh, Balenciaga thing? Um, I was sent the headline, um, okay. you know, and I have not. And then I, that's really interesting. And then another headline about the kind of apology or kind of like, you yeah. know, like taking it back. Sorry, we put this court case about pedophilia in our friggin' photographs with children and whatever. Um, had teddy bears dressed as like SM. But do you think that's know. like a publicity like stunt to like call themselves out? To me, that's like, the height of subversion. It's like it's like when subversion I mean, gets meta, meta subversion. They do they <laughs> just sort of call themselves out, but I think that they usually get away with it. You know, uh, it is a way of like I said, like they put the truth out there subliminally. You know, or like they also do it. I think to affect people in certain ways. Um, it's it's sick. It's weird, but uh, you know, I think that that people caught on to this one, or and you you never know. Like maybe they want to mislead people in some way too. But uh, or maybe they want you to forget way. that all your tax money is being funneled through a fucking proxy war. Yeah, in Ukraine, exactly. and uh, it's yeah. uh, just don't even worry about that at all. Yeah, um, or and also to get like super. Um, concerned about like your children, you know, yeah. like it's already scary enough right. having what has been described as your, your heart outside of yourself. So now you have to like care for something that is like, you, so your heart, you know, like it's going to immediately get you a, like your attention and your what we're really paying for, especially in all these services and stuff that you said, where you're, you know, you are the price of, you know, the, you're you think product. you're getting it for free, but you are mm -hmm. the product. Yeah. Um, what we really are paying with is our attention and our attention, yes. human focus. Cause like we are energy, like we generate it as well as receive it. Mm -hmm. And like uh, we, what we put our attention to, that's where I cannot remember what is this guy's name is, but uh, he he's um he's essentially like the black Tony Robbins and he's an incredible inspirational speaker and amazing. And main reason I know him is because he's sampled in a disclosure song called energy. And he says, where your focus goes, your energy flows. And that is, yeah. and that is true. About energy, and yeah. so Balenciaga, I don't know what side of good or evil that you're playing on. Sounds like you're really skirting both sides. shit. And, but you know, what's even more fucked up than that? Look at Celine Dion's uh, fashion line. Our children, they are not really our children, as we are all just links in a never-ending chain that is life. For us, they are everything. But in reality, we are only a fraction of their universe. We miss the past. They dream of tomorrow. We may thrust them forward into the future, but the course will always be theirs to choose. Oh. I mean, she straight up has like Illuminati gear, like 
I think there's even a shirt that says like NWO New World Order or something or new or something like that. But it's so like blatant and obvious. And it's like children's shit. And it's like, there's literally no reason for this. Except for maybe her ex-husband who probably got her into all of these marketing deals and whatever oh, stuff. May have art, may have been a little touchy-feely with that. I, don't, I mean, she was like 17 or 16, yeah, 14. Really old, old and he was like 50 <laughs> when they yeah. met. So I'm a very contextual thinker. I'm a very like bird's eye, like, you know, broad focus person. And it, then it takes mm-hmm. someone like you to like bring me into the immediate. But like when I think of Celine Dion... I mean, my my heart tells me, my intuition tells me Celine Dion is not a nefarious character. Celine Dion feels- they start out that way. Celine Dion feels like someone who would take a lot of, I mean, again, this is just what my feeling, my intuition, Mm -hmm. which I trust in a lot. And Mm -hmm. what, when things start to um, uh, affect my mind to the point where my mind feels like, don't listen to the intuition, listen to this. Mm. That's like a red flag for me to be like, what is me- what is the messaging that's making my mind feel empowered to like counter yeah. my intuition to that level? Because right. it's like, usually they keep each other in check and it's good. But so how do you explain a fashion line like that? I mean, I wish I could show it to you right now. It's so- I mean, I saw that, I did see the, um like the visual element and like how there's kind of like a daytime, nighttime things. And I don't really understand why it's, they said that they were like in bondage or I guess the, the teddy bear like yeah. bag or something like right. that is like, or it's a teddy bear it's that weird. they bondage. Um, but I, th- I think some of these people start out inherently good and then they are manipulated by certain forces within the fashion industry, within Hollywood, all that stuff. I mean, we know about like, I don't know how much you've looked in like MK Ultra and stuff like that. I think a lot of people are like pulled aside. I mean, not a lot of people, but there's a contingent people who are pulled aside and sort of brainwashed or I, I don't know. Well, I the don't... scary thing. So I'm going to tell you, I don't know how like deep down, like the Italy's like rabbit hole you want to go, but like, <laughs> you know who you're talking to. All right, guys, buckle up. No. Um, so it's funny because also, um, my friend who he might be in the chat, um, that I also DJ with, he, we were watching an interview with, um, with Albert Hoffman talking years later after he had synthesized LSD and had the famous like bike ride and stuff like that. Um, But he was talking about essentially they created at the same time, the atomic bomb and Mm -hmm. the atomic bomb for the mind, like the thing that would like break you out of the consciousness that we thought was like the final whatever. And you kind like, and he wasn't saying this, but I was like, yeah, man, that's really like the division in, in um, society was the people that were going to continue on what is very much a war driven, you know, commodity driven, like kind mm-hmm. of like um, consciousness and like all the people that were hip to either taking it or at least being like, oh, there's like something that can break you out of that consciousness and see that everything's inter- like interconnected and that we should mm-hmm. definitely treat ourselves and others with like way more um, like empathy, compassion, you know, and see it's no more like seeing past the us versus them, you know, of the uh, cold war or whatever, you know? Um, And uh, I think that that was used by 
people who are like, nope, we need to get them back on to that very <laughs> linear R program by um, one, studying like what it could do to like people, right. but also really demonizing it. Like but in a manipulative way. Yeah, they, but demonizing LSD. Like I was so afraid to try LSD when I was young. I was like, that's like the one drug that I can't do because I it's going to make me lose my mind, you know, like and it makes everyone lose their mind. Yeah. And I can say like ostensibly as an adult, the my my biggest regret was like not trying LSD earlier. Really? Because I Don't did not drugs. <laughs> I did not, not promoting drugs as educational yeah, purposes only. Yeah. Okay. So um <laughs> these opinions are not yours. <laughs> um but I, because I needed to I needed to get out of the what I, we call capital beltway programming. And I capital beltway program. Yeah. And cause I'm like, that's where I grew up and I yeah. didn't realize how serious that was until I tried it. And then I was like, Oh, how fucked up is it to use, like to have things like MK ultra and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. That's like using powerful chemicals, like reprogram people. Like they're just, just lab ratting people yeah. and then like sending them off to like, they're like, you might be a sleeper cell for us, or yeah. you might just go crazy or kill a bunch of people. Yeah. We don't know, but we're going to see what happens. They you think know? like some people were under control like that, like the guy who killed Lennon or the guy who killed uh, Bobby Kennedy. They're all, that is also just a really, um, whatever, like excuse, I think also like, I think they totally could have been programmed, you know, but also like when people try to be like, Oh, well that person was fucked up because of MK ultra. It's I like, mean, we don't know. Are they it. fucked up or were they fully indoctrinated to the point of like, yeah, but but have you ever have you ever watched the interviews with the guy? He's got a weird name. The guy who killed Bobby Kennedy. He he doesn't remember like he's just like I don't know. Like he did. He's he like didn't... a sleeper cell. He's like a yeah. He sounds exactly like a fucking sleeper cell. Like yeah. he didn't know what he was doing. He doesn't really remember why or when or whatever. And he could be bullshitting. Mm -hmm. Who knows? But uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting. You know. Yeah, it could be like yeah. he was like really well coached. You yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Um. Or it could be that he was literally indoctrinated while like in kind of like a hip hypnotic state, like a hypnosis, that part of consciousness. Well, that's kind it, of what it is. That right. hypnotic that that state of consciousness is different from our consciousness now. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that it can't become operable. Um, but it means that that like I don't know if you've ever been um hypnotized, but like mm -mm. you won't know like that that is what happened, or like yeah. you know, and or that you're operating from that. <laughs> So you are a vessel and like your states of consciousness are interchangeable. <laughs> That's why it's best to like understand them. And so that there's like integration between them. So you're not like dissociating or, yeah. um, but listen, that could have been a really important aspect of the MK ultra, um, you know, program. Yeah. Well, and I mean, when you really dive into like all the research the government has done, I mean, they're, they were definitely into some fucked up shit. They were definitely trying to manipulate people's minds and, and kind of like create controllable zombies, whatever for their own, to do their own bidding. That's without question in my mind. Um, Cause I've looked into a lot of that stuff. You should look into, I think her name is Kathy O'Brien. She was an MK ultra survivor and she talks about some crazy shit being at like, you know, events with like top politicians, like the bushes. And I think she, I think she claims to have seen rituals, them doing rituals. Um, she even believes in the whole reptilian thing. She, mm -hmm. she claims that she saw shape shifting. I don't know. I don't know about that stuff at the end of the day, but uh, it's super interesting. It's 
I mean, it is kind of, it's very concerning to consider what um, a brain that has been exposed to like such high levels of that powerful of a, yeah. of a chemical would, would do. Because I mean, yeah. any amount of chem- chemistry really like changes how you operate completely. Could, yeah, it yeah. changes your entire physiology, let alone your psychology. Right. Um, so to be exposed to like le- what are essentially like lethal levels, like we don't even know what that does to our circuitry or our mm-hmm. ability to operate, like, or is it an interface, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also to like receive incredibly high doses of that repeatedly. Yeah. Like I can, I can only imagine the other thing that I didn't realize is how much fucking sorry to bring the Canadians back again, but how much fucking like testing they did. It's not MK ultra, but they did their own like crazy LSD testing and like crazy fucking shit. I was like, yo, Canada, you have like way more to own up for. Canadians are little sleeper cells. You probably try to act all me. I was like, but I was like, that is the ultimate subversion to like, this is like, you're like, but oh man, like, yeah, you guys got a lot. I mean, we have a ton of shit to like own up for, but like you were supposed to be like the nice, like the good, the good cousin, you know, <laughs> the, good the, cousin. the good cousin, you know? Um, and we found out that that, you know, good cousin has a underground fucking pedophilia ring, you know, and is like, Jesus. has like gambling and, mm. you know, satanic worship. I don't know. Yeah. Sorry, Canadians. I have nothing against Canadians. I'm just saying that I had no Maybe idea. Some angry comments from I, Canadians. I also found out that Snow, the guy that sang um, uh, Informa from like the 90s, you know? Oh, okay. Anyway, he's like a guest, kind of like reggae-ish, um, whatever. First off, I didn't, I remember like finding out that he was white, like uh, back in the day and being like, what? No way. But I just yesterday found out that he was Canadian and I was like, so anyway do you, did you ever watch johnny five i don't know why i just thought about this but johnny john, what is it? not johnny five the, what's johnny the bravo name no 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 the, the the movie about the robot what is it called uh the robot who was like super smart and uh his name was johnny five short circuit oh yeah short circuit. Oh my God. you know the guy who played the indian oh yeah um fisher stevens he's not an indian oh no not at all <laughs> are you kidding me he's in my favorite he's in my favorite movie of all time which is hackers and he oh, plays he plays the play. He plays Eugene. Oh my God. That's now that's our next podcast. Oh. That's our, that's our next podcast. It's like us live, like us doing like a um, mystery theater 3000 or whatever. Like, you know, we'll do it on Twitch. We'll do it on my Twitch channel. Fine. Nice. I'll, I'm producing it. Though. I don't know why I thought about that, but I just, thought, uh, I you have the setup. Funny. You have like the actual gamer setup, which is like way better. But I have, I'm like, Hey, does this thing work? <laughs> yeah. I just got a new monitor too. Gaming monitor. I'm gonna try to get rid of my huge TV. No, you should keep the huge TV. Really? Yeah. I even if you move, I know, but even if you like don't have a place, like I think yeah. it's gonna be like the, hold it for me. <laughs> I will hold your television for you, but more importantly, I think we should do a photo shoot of you like with like a suitcase of like your last like your belongings and like a gamer chair and like a huge fucking television and be like know your know your priorities or something like that i'm like this is what this is what this is what um being like priced out of new york like looks like oh yeah right (laughs) yeah i'm being priced out of new york uh which brings me to like why i wanted to do this this podcast today i got i got so furious today um because there's a there's a sag after group on facebook and they posted uh they posted a, a a fundraiser a gofundme for a vaccine injured actor who decided that staying on set was more important than her health and i don't mean to sound hateful i truly am sorry 
for what she's experiencing. Absolutely. It's very sad. I have the utmost compassion. And, you know, I, I realize people are ignorant and Neshian sometimes. Uh, but I think we all have intellect and we're all supposed to use that. And you should know not to risk your life and your health on something that's untested, experimental and new. You know what I mean? Uh, and that you have absolutely no legal recourse no legal in order recourse. to, right. like, there's no accountability. Yeah. I, you know, I that was my major, that was like right. the straw that broke the camel's back yeah. for me. A lot of us had the the guts, the courage uh, to stand up. I don't and, know if a lot of us, but well, no, no, not a lot especially of not, a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I no. feel like there are more of the people that are like, I'm not going to like the 1% of actors, you know, like of like working like actors. Yeah. Like there's a lot more of them that are like anti like COVID back vac- vaccine or um, what now? No, no, no. Uh, then have come out like they haven't made a public. Like, oh yeah, statement. Now, when it's easy to come out. Yeah. But like the fact is, they had a lot of money, you know, like or they have money to survive. Like imagine yeah. like the number of you know be- people that, <laughs> um, you know, of us that like you know we need to work. And, like, right. well, that's what I'm talking about. Like. Why are, why are you not spotlighting the people that like lost their livelihoods, their homes, people were thrown into abject poverty over this shit. And you're going to like, you know, uh, spotlight some chick who didn't have the guts, you know, to say no or stand up for what is right and got vaccine injured. Like, I'm sorry, but there's more, there, there's, there's people who deserve that spotlight, who deserve the money. I've been helping people since day one. I mean, I'm not trying to toot my horn, but since day one, I said, fuck you. I started like trying to educate people on, on the law, their rights, um, you know, vaccines, you know, all this stuff. And I, I've been fighting a, a, a case in court for almost three years now. You know how much money I got for a GoFundMe? I, I needed $500 just like, cause they're doing on, on contingency, but they're like, we could use like $500 to, to like whatever for these costs. Mm-hmm. I barely got that money. I barely got, it was like from one person, I think gave me the bulk of that money. Mm-hmm. Nobody gave anything. And this chick has like almost $10,000 now. Oh, boo-hoo, you got vaccine injured. That's what I'm saying. That's why we need the picture of you with your large television and literally no place. Because it's really that visual of her being like her headshot. And then like the next one is like her in the hospital with a fucking mask. In a mask. I wouldn't be sitting there with a fucking mask In fact, I'm not entirely sure that this is a real person. And this this isn't a fucking Russian bot or whatever, you know. Or it could be from anywhere. It could be from China. It could be from you, China. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whoever, wherever it is, you need like, I mean, I, I totally get you like yeah. there. No one is sticking up for the vaccine hesitant, um, sticking to my sovereign immunity. Yeah. I mean, my, my sovereign, um, like having agency over my body and promoting other people taking that stand so that we can have a collective bargaining agreement against the insanity that is the, like pharmaceutical political you know takeover people we used to rail against you know but like at the same time as actors it's like that used to be the thing it was like do i you know just like do the herpes medication commercial and 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 have my fucking rent covered for however long you know that's like a classic you know trope even you know like oh i get to do broadway or i get to do this like off broadway something i don't care i get to do this off broadway because i you know told everyone that i have dandruff you know in this special commercial that's been paying my bills for like a long ass time um but now like i think we actually have a unique behind the scenes of like that's how i feel from like being from in like from dc like um and being an actor 
like being able to be like, no, guys, there are casting calls for these like doctors, like for, you know, oh, yeah. doctors that will, you know, sell you, you know, um, eyelash extension cream and, you know, uh, hemorrhoid, you know, uh, like pharmaceuticals. I don't know. Um, doctors are bought and sold. That's what I'm saying. Like time. we already know like the optics that everything is about optics and the fact that mm-hmm. the entire world has become increasingly about optics, especially since it's become increasingly less in person. You know, like that's my concern about like even trying to get a job, you know, and everyone and or like trying to find a life partner online. I'm like, most people don't put, you know, selfish dick face on their like (laughs) dating profile or on their LinkedIn. You know, it's part of the in-person like energy is part of you have like your, your, your intuition, um, thing that cannot be manipulated by the mind or like other things, you know, if you learn to listen to it. Because we're yeah. called not we'll, to we'll, listen we'll. to it. Actually, that's what narcissism does is it teaches <laughs> the victim, okay, uh, the narcissist victim to stop listening to their intuition and to, because yeah. your intuition is the one thing keeping you from falling completely into their narrative. There's a, there's very few people, very few intuitive people. There's very, there's, there's a lot less wisdom in the world, right? And there's like, I, I was watching something today about, um, uh, who is it? Eckhart Tolle, Tolle mm-hmm. right? He he was talking about this, like wisdom is the most important and it's actually very dangerous to have a, like a book smart person, like intelligent person without wisdom. Um, that's, you know, there, there's tons of intelligent people, book smart people, but they're stupid. You can still be stupid and be book smart. Oh, I think that's that like, runs the world right now. Well, oh, completely. As, yeah. Especially as we have continuously put more emphasis or more value on the intellect and achieving a higher level of, you know, um, intellect or academic success and stuff like that. And like now you're just having like a mind controller. Everyone has a consensus of like what's yeah. important, you know, in terms of like facts and whatever. And then they have no practical skills. They have no ability to relate to people that are not in that same, you know, like academic something. And then all the academic research and stuff like that, especially from science, you know, now you have to follow the money to be like, what are we really trying to like support or deny with our, with the, um, with the, um, you know, with like the scientific research that's happening in universities and stuff. Um, but to go back, you know, and I'm, I did get this, I know don't, don't, um, don't turn on us YouTube. If you're not, if you're, if you're an anti, uh, Jordan Peterson person, but I got this, like this sentence, this verbiage from him and it's stuck in my mind, which is that, you know, storytelling is an age old practice through which you impart, uh, not wisdom to others without propagandizing or dogmatizing it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those two dogmatizing or propagandizing, whichever he uses them both um, essentially. But when I just like heard the one sentence, I was like, yes, that is what storytelling is. And that's why it's important. And, you know, that's just like, I don't know why we have to like, (laughs) it's, it's, we have to like keep telling the stories of what is important and true and outside and you know hollywood just wants you to tell them tell their story yeah. you know or whoever's funding it right their story yeah. and that that's you know true yeah. so that's not really like storytelling um yeah but there is like so very useful storytelling in this facebook advertisement for vax injured yeah. <laughs> 
member. Oh God, I'm sounding very um <laughs> very heartless right now. Yeah, I don't mean to sound heartless. I I, I truly feel bad. And I think that you people, sound concerned. I sound heartless. People, no, no, no. I mean, it could be construed either way. And I, you know, I understand. I'm not trying to be hateful. I just think that those those people like you fucked up you don't get the spotlight. There's more, there's more deserving people to spotlight. It's all I'm saying. I wish her the best healing everything. Right. I, I don't mean to come, come but like giving to her and in, in, in excess of probably what her medical bills are and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which by the way, um, you know, before you got a vaccine, you should probably have looked into what is like, yeah, you should have, you should have looked into a lot of what, shit. what's going to happen. Like, um, I can't sue the government for this because they have sovereign immunity and them, you right. know, issuing, issuing a, a, a emergency, thing- whatever thing means that I can't sue a pharmaceutical company or the medical professionals that admit administered, you know, their experimental therapeutics on me <laughs> under a government mandate. Right. It's um, just bizarre to me. Is like the, the, I don't know why people who had, you know, who had the courage to come out and stand up, get so, so little attention. It's just like, it's such a thankless uh, kind of position. You know what I mean? Like you really, really, nobody gives a shit about, and about you're, the heroes. And you, you know? may or may not be relying on our reproductive abilities here in the not so near <laughs> future true. to um, keep yeah. the, uh, the species going. So if you, if, hashtag you yes, if you said yes to any of this shit, you propelled the agenda forward point blank period that you, you did everybody who's too much of a pussy to, to say anything about what was going on. I'm sorry, like you, you kind of deserve what, what you get. You know, it's the people who who said, no, this is fucked up. This isn't right. And, and you know, stood in their morals to deserve. And the still attention. like and have even smaller like um, platforms and stuff like that, because like yeah. half of us don't even have places to live anymore after. Yeah, I'm getting priced out of New York. I can barely I can't afford to live in my neighborhood anymore. Prices have like tripled. I mean, people are paying like. $2,000 to live in a room with like three roommates. Yeah. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, and no, nobody's giving me a GoFundMe. You know, no you one's going to pay my fund, fund you. I, you just go fund you. I, I would, but you know what? Can it'll we, be depressing. Can we go fund us? And it seems less depressing because I could also use the funds. Buymecoffee.com slash Patrick Black. You can send me. Patrick Black. You can you send got it. donations anytime there. But I'm not trying to get money out of people. That's not my main concern. I never did any of this for that. But we need to have a sense of community and understand that yeah. like what happens to one individual is actually happening to all of us. And we need some support. And it can't, and we cannot rely on the government for um, the no, support, especially if can't. you like, you can't be. Nor do I want the government's support. Yeah, you can't be an individual, and then you know ex- that's like the thing, and accept the support of a government who's like, okay, well, we supported you, so now you're gonna like, you know, support what we're our agenda is or whatever. So w- people just like really need to like understand community and like humanity as a community, and um. Yeah, we really do need to like we need com- we need to understand that yeah. community means common unity. Like yeah. I'm 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 from a like very suburban whatever place and I did not know community as anything more than a community center literally where like I played mm-hmm. rec basketball. Yeah. Um I did not learn until well into not just my theater training but like specifically when I started doing indigenous styles of like storytelling like ritual poetic drama. Um, that I understood community because like, that's really where ensemble comes from. And like, that's where like, you know, the art was like generated 
um, the storytelling served both like an artistic purpose, like an expression purpose, um, a civic, like it was like your first like civic, um, you know, what do you call that court? Like you're, you know, this is where the communities, you know, like grievances, like, or, you know, between like members of the community get hashed out in front of the community that has to live with these people. Mm -hmm. And we all have to be able to walk away from this incident or like Mm -hmm. perceived wrong as like people that will still, you know, fetch the water on these days and, you know, like cook chicken or whatever um, for each other. Like the, Mm -hmm. the community still needs to be supported. And that's why this like storytelling was both a, um, a place to like celebrate like life and like come together and like, you know, re recreate, you know, um, yeah. parts of our history, but also to like recreate, you know, it looked like Jimmy fucking stole my chicken and I'm fucking pissed about it. So like, what's the deal? And everyone's like, oh, well, I was there that day and I saw this happen. And like, you're jumping in the circle and into like the gameplay, you know, like the scenic something. Someone's like, oh, I was here. So now you have like all these like points of views and then everyone's like, oh, we know what happened. That chicken actually got eaten by a wolf, <laughs> you know, like, you know, or maybe like, actually, Jimmy, you owe that guy a chicken. So, you know, give him one and then one, you know, for the road. And, then, and now, and can we all like go and be satisfied and like continue to live with each other as a community? Cool. Let's go. Yeah. But there's none of that. Like, even like, it's all like optics now. Like, even if you were like in a criminal trial and have like a jury of your peers, you know, I mean, they just made what, like the sixth, seventh, like season of Bull, which is all about, you know, oh, some God. like some, you know, trial, uh, like voyeur, uh, voir dire, like expert. Well, I've worked on that show, but I never watched it. Well, anyway, it's all about like some guy who's like doing all this, like, you know, analysis of like, mm-hmm. who's going to like support you and not on a legal level, because le- like the law has nothing to do with humanity. <laughs> it also when- has nothing to do with uh, lead the legal system. <laughs> it's not even like There's, the law. Well, I mean, I really think that we fucked up. I mean, thank you, ancient Greeks, for um, you know separating ethics and morals, so that we could continue to compartmentalize <laughs> everything, so that we no longer can see the forest for the trees. And we yeah. and and now the true theater is the courtroom and like the justice system. Oh, it, is, it is theater, yeah. It's and like, then the thing covering it is like the movie. It's very saturnic. Oh God, sadder. I mean, that's why they wear those black robes. It's like, you know, very Saturnic. Well, I was just talking to you about like, I can't believe that Saturn is like hollow. I mean, like it has like a, um, it, it has a, like an iron, like core it has like something solid in the like middle of it. Well, this, who knows? But it's like, we don't know. Yeah. But like the huge expanse of it is actually a lot less, like you would think something like Saturn, which is like known for being heavy and it's like supposed to be like very karmic and it like, hmm. um, it represents the responsibility, like the having to account for time and space, like the weight of having to account for time and space and the limitations of time and space on what we feel is like, you know, our fine, like our infinite ability or like, um, like a uh, life force. Yeah. Um, have you ever looked into cosmology though? Like, uh, like, um, all that stuff. I, I question that. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like, I, sorry, sorry guys, but I've just been going off like intuition, like this whole yeah. time, like things that I just like, don't, you know, that is the nature I think of the ADD mind, like the brilliance of it is that, 
it only pays attention to the stuff that it like resonates with it and keeps it in focus. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is really dangerous about like TikTok and shit like that. Yeah, it's because, yeah. you know, you're being bombarded by like so much stuff that you don't like even get a chance to do whatever. But like, I knew immediately that um, like upon learning the solar system, I like kind of like took a while to learn the rest of it. Cause like all I really cared about was like the moon and then Neptune. When I found out about Neptune, I was like game on. Oh, and Betelgeuse, which is like, a star that is like the it's top star it's a top left shoulder of orion oh okay mm-hmm. it's red interesting so um like and we found out i found out like incredible stuff even orion is like fucking incredible so it was like my young self and i always tell people this whether i'm just talking to you or you're one of my astrology slash spirit life coach clients or whatever um or you just or even come to a comedy show, which I haven't done like a thousand years now, um, is just remember what like got your attention when you were like preconditioned. Like yeah. I, I like I wouldn't go beyond like um, we say five years old, but I think it's important like the things that still like super resonated uh, with you when you were like eight. If we can even remember. Well, you know. some of us really dissociated. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, they do everything in their power to make us dissociate too, you know? That's uh, well, I want to take us away from our true spirit, our true intuition. And, uh, well, you know, talk about Saturn, like Saturn is the ruler of time and time is like the enemy of life, which by the way, time and life magazine, there is an actual, uh, something about that, that we should talk about Okay, yeah. how t- time consumed life, time overcame yeah. life That's right? and it dismantled it. Like I, um, there was a guy and it still, it still exists, but the guy sold it. Um, but there's a place called the Herald Square Hotel that's like around Herald Square. And it used to be the original Time Life. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Life Magazine. The Herald Square Hotel used to be the Life Magazine headquarters with these dormitories like upstairs so that these writers who would go around the world to experience life and write about it. They would come back and like have a place to stay while they were in the editing phase or something like that, something close to home. Mm-hmm. And he said that um, the place was like had really incredible energy because so many of these people were really heady, you know, like they were spiritual and, you know, even if they were science writers, like they understood that like science and mysticism are, you know, like related. So he was like, you know, they had crystals there and, you know, they would have uh, you know, meditation and as like, just like whoever was like coming in and out. So the place had a really good vibe and a really good, like creative everything. And when light and when, t- yeah, when time magazine took it over, they like, like literally took apart all of like the artifacts that created this space and they try to like, sub- like turn them and like just disperse them as far as they could go. So when this guy had this opportunity, he knew about all this stuff and he's a real follow the fucking rabbit, <laughs> follow the white, right, uh, white rabbit, like kind of person. And I don't know, like he was in some kind of like, um, this is going to sound so weird, but like he was in like a, a dog show, like professional, like dog, whatever show, like, so mm. something about him, I realized like he probably like rubbed shoulders or like is of this like kind of class, like he has access to and like at the same time, he was like undermining what they were about in a way. I don't know. That's, that's, just, that's me looking into it. He didn't say anything about that. But in any case, when he took his place over, his major thing was to collect as many of these life 
these articles of life, like mm-hmm. or artifacts of life, relics, and bring them back to the same place and like make it a um, hospitable, um, for the most part, economic, uh, uh, like uh, economical, like place to stay in the middle of town to invite this kind of like investigative, pure hearted, like follow you, you know, like follow like your dream or like follow Dude, where this was before the takeover you're talking about? Um, I'm talking like the hotel, like he, oh, had, wow. he, he purchased um, the actual dormitory or the building um, that oh, it was okay. in, in sometime in the two thousands. But like, I don't know when time magazine took over um, mm-hmm. life uh, magazine and it was before it became like a full takeover um, that this, they, that they lost this like headquarters. So, um, but he would go around to wherever he could to like find um, the original drawings and stuff like that. Like, Mm. um, and just like all these kind of artifacts. And he left the lobby open, like the way, I mean, I was a real super starving artist moment. And I just like saw, you know, love, inspire, believe or something like that, like in the window. I was like, cool. I wonder what this places and I like walked in and I was like oh I just like wanted to see and he was like oh you're welcome he's like you don't have to be a guest here mm-hmm. here's the wi-fi like here's some tea cool. here like sit down he was like this is what and then like there's articles about what this place used to be mm-hmm. and how it kind of got like dismantled and that like now this is like a uh, oh. a place to say in the city that he was consciously trying to like bring back that heart that life magazine represented but that the takeover is really interesting because have you seen like the the time magazine covers <laughs> recently i mean probably for years now they i mean a lot of like ai agenda type shit which is the opposite uh, of what the life magazine yeah. was where like the cherub the cherub and the um yeah. it uh the cherub like sounding like the horn but most importantly the cherub and whoever's on like the magazine but especially like this like this this image of the cherub looking up it's because it's like always like it's like look up like it's really like about the divine it's about god it's about Mm -hmm. like um their their attention is going there you know and it's like and it's kind of like to draw the like the reader in and be like, what are they looking at? You know, I want to like follow that, you know, um, and that's following God, which is like or following your heart or following spirit, like the spiritual continuum, as opposed to this AI or like this yeah. other something that time the digital the t- that time dictates. Yeah. One is following life. The other one is following like time and the people mm-hmm. who want to be like the controllers of time, mm. which is also what I told you about astrology when you're like, why, you know, astrology or whatever. And I was like, well, time itself is relative and um, you can choose, you can, we're all being dictated to by this agreement of what time is and all this kind of stuff in this physical realm mm-hmm. and the people that want your maximize your productivity, your attention, yeah. your whatever in the amount, in a certain amount of time and they can commodify it. If if you are someone who under if you are someone who is still practicing this very universal experience of you know looking at the stars and looking at like um all this kind of stuff and know that like yeah but like time itself is relative like time moves differently where you are yeah. it moves differently when you're like with different people they have a different like gravitational pull we've talked about like your DMT experiences too not to go all Joe Rogan here but uh, um yeah a lot of people say that like time doesn't even exist when they kind of go into these other they break through these other realms while on DMT, which I'm terrified to try. I don't recommend 
but time doesn't exist. I mean, yeah. there are tons of places where time doesn't exist or like time doesn't exist as you know it. Like my friend who had not done like drugs at all, but now works for NASA um, and has done drugs. Like it's a whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> works one of, for NASA? He's, he's yeah, now um, he, he like developed his own like, um, like protocol. Like, to, so he's like, he's doing stuff with like art or like space debris and like art and like uh, he's doing the CGI photos for NASA. <laughs> no, not at all. He's, uh, he's actually dealing with only physical objects that can really? be sent from space or received t- from space yeah anyway it's well we'll like talk about that later but he was the one to tell me time itself is an artifact and i was like ask him how uh a gas pressure system can exist adjacent to a sky vacuum with no barrier in between oh okay i don't think he's like again he's not like the science like part of things he had to go to get like training to like get just to like the minimum level of like where they would accept his what he was like okay like proposing on this very right brain kind of stuff yeah so he's not a physicist (laughs) is what i'm saying i just i start you know i have really smart friends who are like into the whole questioning cosmology thing and i don't make any like claims i just i see things that violate science and I'm like, I. what's up with that? You know what but I mean? But also science, it's like, also like science is relative. That's like the unfortunate thing too, you know? Well, it's the best method that we have, you know, for this physical realm. And I think it usually works out pretty well, you know, if we're, I mean, a lot of- But like, so I think the best, the best scientists know this is what I'm, this is, I'm, I'm, I have to like put parameters on it and understand what it is that I'm looking at and have a hypothesis about it and then go through this scientific method. And my, the results of this, you know, of, you know, this experiment, given the parameters and what I thought I might find. They've defined certain parameters as far as that, right. They've defined what space is. Right. And so these, these certain, uh, things, these, these truths within that system, um don't make sense don't make sense within their parameters right because that's an entropy violation so what i think is interesting and it might just come down to we just might need to dose you with some acid and then see see how you feel about (laughs) all like all of the things um but like you know your your same you know anti is it like all germ theory or um what's the what the terrain terrain yeah terrain theory um you know looking at something in a vacuum is in itself like if you don't if you don't address the fact that you were looking at it under false or like uh not falsified but you know like in a vacuum like unnatural unorganic inorganic circumstances you know um how how is it how is it inorganic how is it in a vacuum well i'm talking about like any knowledge that is derived from like i'm i'm looking at it from like a certain you know something and I'm either not taking into account all the other like extenuating circumstances and like variables, or I'm making it so exacting that there's no something like, I feel like the best scientists know um, that you can only prove or disprove so much, but if you don't soft focus, you know, to like in- integrate that, which you, you know, found or didn't find here, how it relates to the whole. And so again, like I'm a very, um, I'm a, I'm a holistic thinker. Right. Well, I think that things function a certain way in this realm. And I think that the scientific method is the best way, uh, to function within, 
you know, the way things work here. I, th- um, Again, and I'm not saying it's Saturnian like, in terms of like being, um, being, well, no. being weighed and therefore like, um, on a leash to just like a 3d or like physical existence. Um, what can be proved or disproved no, experience they, or not? Experience. Like I said earlier, I believe that there is a lot, uh, non-materialist, uh, science that we don't talk about. Maybe that we don't know. We don't know everything. And I'm not saying everything is the end all be all, but, um, you know, I think within their little scientific paradigms, it's very easy to see that viruses don't make sense. They don't exist. It, do- it doesn't make sense even on an intuitive level. Intuitively, do you think humans were put on this planet to fear one another, to catch things from one another? No, definitely not. No, it doesn't make sense. Why would it, why would it all knowing God, energy, whatever you believe God is, why would God do that? That's stupid. Well, you know, like, okay. So like my, my thought is that like modern science or like the science, like the way that we developed, um, you know, ways that we like observe things and, you know, kind of like come to conclusions about them. And then we refine the process. If we keep refining that process of how to find something and don't go back to what it was that like got us looking in the first place, then we can just kind of go down this like rabbit hole where like we can't see the forest for the trees. I'm and totally fine with refining the process. That's part of no, par- refining the process is important. And also um, integrating it into the larger understanding mm. is also part of it. And that's actually what the uh, left brandification. And I got to say, I, that is a term that I got from someone that I do not enjoy, but God Fucking blessed if I do not love that um, term. The left brainification of society, which, and thinking of consciousness, where we just want this linear, you know, like yeah. uh, something. And before um, we, it, it, the left brain used to not have like language function. So you would like absorb something from the outside perceive it in this more, you know, holistic, artistic, you know, creative, like expansive, you know, something feed it to the left brain. So the left brain could like make practical, tangible sense of it, break it down to the smaller pieces, have a critical thought about it, you know, and then send it back to the left, to the right brain to relay to the other outside of self. And because we basically demonized <laughs> like um holistic thinking or yeah. more importantly okay this is well, what terrain we, is holistic this thinking. is this yeah. is what we think and yeah. this is what we feel but we don't care about what you feel because what you feel is subjective so we're just going to care about what you think mm-hmm. and what you think better be based on this knowledge that was um that has been you know uh, gotten through scientific method, as opposed to storytelling knowledge, that wisdom that is passed down through story, which is absorbed and whatever it in the right brain. And so as we stopped caring about, or were told not to listen to that, <laughs> and we only care about scientific method and that, which can be proven or disproven is very, what I call, I mean, no, I call not only, I don't, th- I don't advocate for only thinking that way. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that you do. Mm. Um, I'm just like, this left brainification of like, um, if it can't be seen or heard or, you know, whatever, um, then it's, or it can't be repeated, then it doesn't exist. And we've developed it so much to the point where our left brain actually can talk. Now we can completely bypass the part of the brain that historically and evolutionarily 
was the most significant part of the brain in terms of receiving, perceiving, and then relaying um, back to the outside, you know, that which was is happening in here. Yeah. Um, like it's really concerning. So, I mean, what, whatever field of knowledge that you're talking about, I'm always like, cool. Have you, have you soft focused and integrated it into the larger whole yet? And people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, we can <laughs> never really know what the larger whole is, but I do think like, I don't think it's wrong to uh, give like this realm, this dimension or whatever, very specific attributes. I think, I think that, that this realm, wherever we are, is a very specific to the physical um, and it's not, it's not as metaphysical as other realms that exist. Yeah. But science doesn't even like, I mean, the kind of science that say <laughs> your, your news report brought to you by Pfizer is relying yeah. on, doesn't no, account for other like additional timelines or additional. No, like, I, I'm the of, first one to question exactly. that, of course, but, uh. Yeah, no, I mean, so to get you back to like the astrology, like why I say astrology is that there's a time, there's a time that is very Saturnian, okay, mm -hmm. that we as a people, a modern people, but like we can really say for the past 2000, you know, really like 6,500 years, mm -hmm. we have been um, glomming on to this like sense of time and like what can be produced tangibly from it and less about like the feeling experience, blah, blah, blah. Um, but why would people want to um, like keep you from uh, practices, rituals, scientific fields of study, you know, religious fields of study, any kind of field of what you can bring your attention to and try to refine a process to like maximize your understanding of and your usability of that went against um, or would take your time <laughs> um, away from, you know, this like system that they're dictating to you and this process of time, this like understanding of time. And I was like, well, yeah, it's like the Roman empire. Okay. Who was very Saturnian <laughs> in there, you know um, what, you know, what they believed in and what they enforced and, you know, their whole si situation. That also means that the Catholic church is too. But anyway, um, mm -hmm. all of these things we that are the Roman empire. All of these things that I call this entire thing, you know, patriarchy, <laughs> no offense, guys. Um, but 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 just because the masculine being something that is like action um, oriented and also like results oriented, we're like feminine energy. And this has nothing to do with gender. Like one's a receiver and one is a mm -hmm. like a giver, you know, or like a yeah. one receives, the other one penetrates, guys, you know, like um, and gals and everything in between. Um but in any case, so when we were talking about like time and like why astrology and I was like, okay, so it's like um, the, like, let's say Rome, like, you know, the Romans or the Catholic church or whoever, they were watchmakers. Okay. They want you to subscribe to their time. They have a watch, you know, they're watchmakers and that's what they're trying to sell you. They're like, you need to know what time it is. We have your watches for you. But if you're still one of these people that are practicing an ancient and like the way that they even got to their understanding of time, you're getting the whole picture of the sky and understanding that as above, so below, you get to dictate what kind, which time you are operating on and understanding that there's more than one time that like time is relative and they can't have that. So that's why they have to make sure that looking up at the sky, nighttime rituals, mm -hmm. gathering with people outside of church are illegal. 
(laughs) So that you not only just like demonize the practice, snitch on your neighbors that are still doing that practice, but you also are not meeting up with any other kind of individuals to discuss what it is that you do believe in or don't believe in outside of government or religious functions. That's really interesting. You mentioned don't look up at the sky, right? Astrology is evil. The you know religion teaches people, like especially Christianity teaches people, but that stuff is, you know, um, it's just Ooh. it's uh, it's evil in some way, uh, which doesn't make sense to me. Like I'm not a big astrology person, but I know that uh, you know the elites uh, and people in the know in this world uh, operate very much on that knowledge. And so there must be a, a very good reason for it. I think it, I think it's a big part of this realm and the way it functions in our electromagnetic, you know, in this electromagnetic world. And we're we're electrical beings, and it all sort of ties in and makes sense to me that it would uh, it would be very important and, and play a part. It has some kind of electromagnetic influence. And that's also why all the um, symbolism and stuff like that from Life magazine was look up. Mm. they're telling you to look up interesting yeah Mm. (laughs) look up (laughs) yeah that's very interesting but yeah i don't know it makes the the whole like religion thing bums me out that people are so like against that against religion or against no um... against uh you know, like the stars and, and kind of like, it was a, it was a hostile takeover of consciousness because you needed to funnel it into your kind of consciousness that, you know, like everyone has access to God because everyone has access to nature because everyone is nature and nature's all around you, which actually I just had like a down. I just had a, yeah. Pagan originally comes from a word that means (laughs) rural or like from the earth, you know, like, like country, you know? And it's like, yeah, I do. I'm from this earth and I want, and I live in the country and which is exactly what, that's so funny. I'm so glad that you called me a pagan just now because what I was about to say is that I just had this, like, while I was on the train and like, we were having this, like, you know, on again, off again, like text conversation of like, whether we were going to do this or not, because I had on and off signal was, you know, the answers to life are all around you, like in nature. They're all, and that is the problem. That is the problem with cities and city life is that you're exposed to nature. You're, you know, you're not exposed to nature enough to like get that kind of feedback. And even the sky is blotted out by the artificial light of the city. And so that's another reason why you're calling a pagan religion, a country religion. Religion is pagan. People will fight me on that. People will hate me for saying that. Christianity is a pag is pagan. It's I mean, I've gone into this, you know, and it I get started in the country crap for it. It started in the country. But everything is everything is based on that nature. The the elites, all these people that, um, you know, we see as like inherently evil and the things that the symbolism and stuff, the symbology that we associate with them are are often not inherently evil. There's a reason that they that they use them and they believe in them and they're so entwined uh, with their sort of lifestyle. It's because, you know, there, there's, there's truth there. You know what I mean? But we like, we associate things so much with them that we, we see them as inherently like the all seeing eye, the all seeing eye is not inherently evil, mm-hmm. but it's associated with Illuminati. It's associated with like, you know, Satan, Satanism and all that stuff, but really it's divine knowledge. 
That's what they, it's the eye of God, mm. divine knowledge. They're all about wisdom, knowledge, and keeping it for themselves so they can be gods on this earth. Right. And yeah. so, and then making everyone buy into their godliness and their process that keeps them gods or yes. keeps them higher than is. That's why they have the legal system is, to take over everybody's God-given right. Is, is what, um, well, there's a very like stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm. I have a bunch of stuff like to say about that, but also the all seeing eye, um, you know, like I grew up with a bunch of evil eyes, like around my house, you know, derivative. Yeah. Um, and it's to keep the eat like evil around, like from, from you, you know, to ward off evil. Mm -hmm. And so I was actually just talking to, um, my friend and, and being like, well, what's the difference between, um, the eye of raw and the eye of Horus, they're, I found out that they're kind of intertwined. They are. Yeah. And what's interesting is that um, in some ways, like one is a more like feminine, like something. And the other one is something else. But like. One um, is the left and one is the right, I think, too. Which is also yeah. the right and the left brain, by the yeah. way. So, well, so you need to have the. I have represents the pineal gland. Uh-huh. I did a short on this, which I think I also sent me. Say. I'm not sure. <laughs> you need to catch up on my work. Don't worry. I'm You're sorry. not the only person that says that to me. They're like, oh my God, Elise, you were like so engaged. And then I'm just like, Phew. no, look, it's exactly like the, the pineal, the shape of the pineal gland. And that's, um, yeah. And Ra was a sun god. So, like being able to, so the sun sh- is knowledge, like, light. Yeah. Pineal. But, like, but, but there is a knowledge that can be observed and is seen. And that is seen. That is the sun. And that is a masculine. This is considered masculine in terms of energy. There is also a knowledge that comes from that which cannot be seen, mm-hmm. only felt. And that knowledge also needs to be integrated with that which we can see yeah. to make the capital T truth as the individual, the vessel yeah. that's experiencing it, understands yeah. it. And when you only rely on one and you tell people to just dis- like subscribe to the one at the detriment of the other, then one, we all become, this is going to be very PC, but uh, on PC, but retarded. Okay. We actually retard consciousness. Okay. And, um, and also that part of our brain, this is like, that's what the right part, the right brain like does for us is it, um, it connects all things, including me to you and like connects, like, you know, we, we get the, um, experiential, the feeling, um, aspect of things and not just like the literal, you know, like can't see the forest for the trees, like mm. kind of stuff. Um, but like when you need that other knowledge, um, they knew how to call on that. Like, that's why I, I believe like the eye of Ra and the eye of Horus have this, um, like they're similar, like you said, intertwined, yeah. but one was like, when I need the other knowing or like, um, my, my knowingness needs, uh, to like um, call in, evoke mm-hmm. the other eye to make sure that I'm seeing clearly so mm-hmm. that I can be, so I don't like, so I can ward off, like, so I can be like a force that like keeps evil from penetrating my, like my force, you know, mm-hmm. where, and the other one is more, um, I don't know. I, I have it written down. It was like really interesting to like go into that. Cause there was things that I had never considered, but I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And they're both saying the same thing, yeah. but one is like more, um, I don't know, like we should read about it. I mean, we have, we yeah. have tools, but, uh, I wish I could say it also. Can I like bathroom break? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, 
I'll put like an ad here or something. <laughs> um, yeah, but you should plug your um, okay, your GoFundMe or your I'll, Buy Me a Coffee. I'll plug something. <laughs> if you'd like to support the show, you can go to BuyMeACoffee.com/slash/PatrickBlack or AntiMaskNYC on Cash App. We appreciate your support. Welcome back. How was your bathroom break? Oh my God, so essential. Thank you so much. That was really great. Can be essential. Yeah, no, going to the bathroom. Elimination is a very important part of health and of this physical experience. Yeah, Do you also cage. need to go? Because I know we've been drinking. No, coffee. I got a bladder like a steel cage, man. Well, good yeah. for you. Yeah. Your kidneys might feel otherwise, but the bladder's probably all right. I myself as a little kid. When I, I would be at school all day, I'd never use the so bathroom. that's why you have those dark circles under your eyes. No, that's just, that's just shitty sinuses and lack of sleep. Yeah. All right. Well, also the p- place under your eyes has like, a, is connected to your liver and like partially your, and your that's eye and your eye and your eyes are like the kidneys. That's why I like my sinuses. You wouldn't be talking about my liver. <laughs> Well, it's all connected, which is like what it really yeah, is important. Sure. But it's also I don't drink. My liver's got to be pristine. Yeah, there's other things that can clog it. Sure. Yeah. I know. Maybe <laughs> I know. I I feel like um I remember once I had a um uh I did have a kidney infection, which is Ooh. which was awful. Infection. Yeah. Well, no, it was definitely it was. I almost died. Um, but my friend was telling me, and she was like a nurse, and she's like, "Well, you're not supposed to like you know drink antibi- or you know drink on antibiotics." And I did have to take antibiotics. I know everything I'm saying, and this is like a lot of like years ago too, but she was like low key when you have like stuff like around there, like having like a beer or something that like kind of makes you pee like all the time. Like once you like quote unquote break the seal mm-hmm. is actually like really helpful. And then I was like, oh, okay. Like, and it actually. Beer though? Well, I mean, something that's, you know, beer's like alcohol I mean, it flavored could be water. In one respect and then do damage in another, you know? Well, Yeah. I mean, she was basically saying like in my, um, like I had just started my antibiotics and, she, yeah. and yeah. like, and, and I had been so, um, like dehydrated that like I wasn't peeing because my body just like needed, and I was sweating cause I had had like a fever and all this kind of stuff. And I had, your body was trying to help heal you. Yeah. Like there was a bunch of like stuff going on, but I was also in debilitating pain and like yeah. your body also needs to like move around and get oxygen and like stuff like that too. So you kind of have to like mid, you know, like find like a middle ground where you're like so op, you know, operable, mm-hmm. but like you're, you know, are able to like fight an, inf- an infection and you're not like taxing your body and everything. I hope you're avoiding antibiotics as much as possible. Yes. Absolutely. But this is a while, a while ago. And I definitely 1000% needed the antibiotics at that point, like to the point where like they gave me like a shot into like, like into like here, because I had been given something that wasn't like powerful enough the first time. And then I like had like almost like a whole system like shut down. There's been a lot of renal, renal failures, not, not a joke. No, that's serious. Uh, there's been a lot of like sort of debate in the in the terrain groups about antibiotic use uh, because really our bacteria is helping us, right? It's there to help and the antibiotics kill kill that response. Um, I think antibiotics should be used in like only a Hail Mary life-saving situation. Right. Um, and we should kind of clear the way maybe. But. And we should learn much more about the ancient knowledge and like plant yeah. stuff because people would know if you had in the presence of this symptom, but the absence of this symptom, 
means that you need like more of this and less of that. So um, ways that like using nature that helps um, maintain the equilibrium as opposed to broad spectrum antibiotics (laughs) of modern medicine, which by the way, is delivered to you in a patented, you know, um, a petroleum byproduct, <laughs> you know, and you know, your, your bacteria morph, they morph into like, if you kill a certain bacteria with antibiotics, they then try to morph into another shape to try and help you. Right. And then, so you oh. kill them again, right. Then they like keep on more, they keep on morphing. You're just killing the response. So then you, they eventually, you know, you like, uh, do they become destroyed extinct bacteria? I think they do. I'm sure they, I, I mean, there are, I don't quote me, but I think that they can eventually, they definitely do because I, I yeah. learned from an, um, a former coworker, um, who was saying how, like, uh, in like America, um, like basically like the entire Western world doesn't have, um, like part of the reason our skin is fucked up is because we've had such like mm-hmm. a, uh, a, a stringent, like, you know, based kind of, you know, l- cleanliness and stuff like that, mm. that essentially killed a natural, um, it was a yeah. bacteria that was like part of yeah. the ecosystem of like our exterior. Not okay. bad acne when I was a kid. The first thing they do is put you on antibiotics that destroy the bacteria. They're like, what is it? P bacteria? P I forget what it is, but the, yeah, it just destroys you. And I, oh, they put me on that shit for like six months at a time. They could have probably just put you on some like oregano oil, <laughs> like something, yeah. something you probably like ate something that was still in your digestive system from like 12 years before. And that plus like your new hormones are like yeah. making it come out as like, you know, I'm, I'm inflamed. I'm like, I'm toxic. I'm, they never tell you about, you know, they don't know anything. And I mean, the they do know system stagnation, they, right? They know, but now they're not telling you. I mean, Maybe. it's half and half. That's yeah. the other thing, which by the right. way, this is how, um, this is also how like, uh, organized crime and like, stuff like that um exists is that and including exactly including like the government i'm not they're not they're both and like i'm not i'm not i'm literally not um they're organized is the main thing yeah (laughs) and to quote uh uh well uh, to quote um malcolm x you know we're not outnumbered we're out organized that's where all the people that still believe in like in in terms of like you know um individual sovereignty and like the sanctity of humanity and all that connects us which is much greater than that which like keeps us separate from each yeah, other. Yeah, this is it's a very small group. Mm-hmm. Right? But we're there, but we're out organized, especially yep. because the those who have continued in power mm-hmm. um with the main focus of like keeping ongoing, like they're very much they're they're being guided by the same like biological clock or like uh you know um chemical message, which is survive, 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 procreate, continue, continue, continue. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, not only did they organize initially um, very effectively, but they found other ways to um, infiltrate already pre-existing systems of organization and take them over to use them for your own. Which does what does what does that sound like? To me, it sounds like the how a virus happened, like is you know. And oh, you're yeah, saying that like a virus, the only virus, yeah. You're so- saying that like viruses like don't exist, but whatever that is, like it needs a name, like something that like has its own. DNA, let's say it has its own. Um, what are you talking about specifically? I'm like, what, what I was just talking about is like systems of like going from con- like a uh, organization with a, like a message and yeah. it infiltrating an, a pre existing system and using that. Yeah, it's a cult. And yeah, but what else does that in terms of like it's a repeated like how s- nature has all of the answers and 
Right, but there's no viruses in nature. That's the thing. So you're comparing it to something that's a that's a myth. It's like comparing it to unicorns. No, I mean? to me, it's um, the idea to, of a virus exists. To me, um, uh, how um, a certain um, ideology or something like that starts to infect the brain yeah. of people, and then uh, that you know, multiplies a billion times and infects other brains. Right, but we came up with these terms infect, you know, we made, we made those up. Yeah, infection. but it doesn't, it doesn't mean that that doesn't happen. So regardless of if you, well, you're just putting a name on it though. You could say permeate, you could say like you need to. You know? So that's where the left brain is useful in the sense that it is able to identify a singular something and put a name to it, but right. then it needs to like soft focus and be like, well, how is all these things that I named working together in a greater vote in the greater picture, which is what the right brain tells us. So, I mean, I'm not a virologist and I don't, and I'm, you know, I'm not talking about every ideology or, um, you know, uh, idea to ever, you know, catch fire and become viral before, even before like, uh, you know, just that a lot of people that resonate with a lot of people that that means that your brain is infected, you know, or that you are being like, you know, that you're, yeah, that your brain is affected, but whatever that is certainly needs like a name because it's a naturally um, existing process. I'm I'm fine if people want to use that as part of the <laughs> lingo, right? But just don't tell me that there's like particles that do that and make people sick because there's no there's no evidence for it, and it's not even just scientific method. It's just pure logic, right? Like they are killing cells in a in a dish said to contain a human sample with a virus in it that they never validate. OK, then when we removed the human sample out of the of that Petri dish, they still got the same effect that proves viruses. So therefore, there cannot be viruses or that viruses are more are, are everything like everything like we're viruses, like which people have talked about a bunch. People have talked about are human beings a virus on the eco in the ecosystem of the of Earth. I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm sure in some ways we are. I mean, we certainly uh, have a detrimental effect sometimes, uh, but I think we're supposed to be here. We must have a purpose. And are we the only species to have this kind of like hostile takeover or, um, you know, like ability to like reproduce and then kind of create adverse effects on the environment? Or were there previous, you know, species and stuff like that that did this pre, I don't know, uh, you know, some kind of catastrophic incident you know whether it be i think that's very possible i think there were other like um um so we call species them of us so right? we call them yeah. species but yeah. could we not be calling them viruses or they may be viruses when in the grand scheme of things the way that they kind of like suddenly show up and then like all of a sudden start like infecting or like uh well it's a very dark way of looking at it, but that's only mankind. but that's only if you have an association with the word virus as a negative thing but which you, I feel like you shouldn't. Okay, even... So you're saying it's a positive thing? Well, I'm saying that for you, it's like a non thing because you don't believe in viruses because I, you've no one's ever been able to prove one. But it doesn't mean that we can't still I use the word. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm not even saying like viruses can't ever possibly exist or don't. I'm 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 refuting the theory that has been out there, which is that nano sized particles infect humans and spread disease. There's no evidence that supports that. Uh, as far as anything else, whatever words you want to use, fine. But uh, there's there's just like, there's no logic to that argument. And unless somebody can go out in nature and find me a virus, uh -huh. then 
I'm not going to believe in it. I'm not going to use those words as long as they have that connotation. So do you, but you believe, but you believe that um, bacteria exists and that Absolutely bacteria, bacteria exists. Because you yeah. can see it under a microscope. Of course. Bacteria has a function. Okay. Just like fungus, just like. So uh, what if we, so if we were looking like in the same Petri dish or something like that, yeah. I'm, I'm, and this is totally theoretical because I don't know if these, all these things can exist in a singular Petri dish all at one time. Uh-huh. I'd like to think that they can, but then again, I'm an optimist, <laughs> um, but you have healthy or like human cells. Okay. Things yeah. that we identify under a microscope as like, this is a human. And then you have bacteria and then you have this other thing, you know, that like, let's say it acts like what we talk about a virus acting like, which is that it has, it's, it's its own thing. And then it um, seems to you, take over a f- already functioning like cell, like something that like is it within a human system, inject it with its DNA or t- essentially make that system, make that human cell, make that whatever it is, um, run on its program, run on a like something program. So imagine if you can have this humans bio, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? bacteria? Mm-hmm. And then this other thing that functions how I just described, which is my understanding of what a virus is. Um, you would still need like a name for that thing that we can identify. And it might, it might not even have a mass to it. You know what I'm saying? It might just be like a programming. It might just be uh, an essence. It might just be um, a frequency that turns like, um, cells on or something like that. I don't but know. There's, way, there's ways to decipher those things. And I'd have to know specifically what the process is of that culture that you're talking about. Were controls done? You know, what, what specific, what did you, did you put something else in the, in the culture? Did you isolate and purify the thing that you believe to be taking over cells and put it in a healthy host and cause disease? And can you repeat that process? Then did you do controls to see, you know, like if you're getting the same effect, like, you know, you, you have to follow that, that process and yeah, they're not doing that. Well, <laughs> also if you, um, like if a virus, I'm just, I, I can use quotation around you if you need me to, <laughs> if a virus yeah. doesn't have, let's say its own like mass or its own something, it's only something that exists in the presence of something else that it can then inflict itself on or like you know what i'm saying right they say they say that well well, viruses need a cell to replicate right but that doesn't make sense because we can't so it's like it's a floating program but it's not they can't find that floating program because it's floating what I don't know. It's the same way that like we also didn't know about like dark matter or gray matter. Um, until- no, we have we have isolated things of that size, N- nano size. Now we have. But like when, yeah. when we were first like fucking with virology or like the um, idea of what yeah, a virus. Where did the, so where maybe did it even come from. So then? so yeah. One, where did it come from? And yeah, two, they made it up now knowing what we know. Is it not time to go back to where it is that we started to say, is this really what we think it is or is there another, is it something else? Is it something uh, like- literally- Virus was or- originally meant poison in Latin. Interesting. Yes, that's where it started. They believed it was a poison or or uh, whatever. But, you know, it started with like socialites like like Louis Pasteur, who faked his experiments. This is well-documented. He faked his experiments to sell vaccines. And, you know, he was just like more popular than people like uh, Bechamp and- and. Um, uh, 
what's his other name? God, I'm blanking out on his name, but there are, you know, other contemporaries of the, of the time um, who believed that the body was a self-healing ecosystem mm-hmm. when kept in balance, you know, then all was well, but when you're out of balance and you're, you're, you know, eating bad food or you you, you become acidified, mm-hmm. you know, acidosis causes your body to detox. That to me makes a lot more sense than like, well, there's floating particles between people and we get each other sick. Like it doesn't make sense. And when you go back, when you go back all through history, so, you see how it's a made up the virus thing. The microbe is misunderstood. Well, misunderstood, I think yeah. is exactly what you're talking about, because whatever it is that is affecting cells to say change or mutate or, you know, like react badly. Um, we do know that whatever happens here, you know, you have to like balance both sides of the equation, you know, again, you have to know what you're talking about because you're under a microscope for one, this, the, the process is, is problematic. They're putting things under a microscope. Mm-hmm. They're only, they only look at dead things. Yeah. They cannot oh, look that, at a that living is a, cell. So that's a problem because, right. because like, honestly, if you had a way to, um, quantify, um, what happens when a healthy human cell is exposed to, just something else, anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought is that there's probably some kind of reaction. There's like some kind of like alchemical reaction, if you will. If there's some way to like capture what is happening, like what the byproduct is, not so much what the cell looks like afterwards, but literally what is like what happens, you know, like every chemical, like, you know, uh, reaction gives off other chemicals or other, you know, it might be yeah. in like different states of matter. Well, that's what virology is. It's a chemical reaction. They're killing monkey cells with toxic antibiotics. So, so <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Well, I didn't know that that was exactly what yes. our, what our so, modern like virology um, but, is on. But what I'm saying is um, they might be onto something. That's what I'm saying. Like it might be like something to like reframe that like viruses aren't like a thing, but rather a byproduct of like when you introduce like something that is like kind of like an inorganic like uh um confrontation you know show it show me it demonstrate it in the human body then they can't well well what i'm saying is like we'd have to like reframe it like put a human into unnatural whatevers and see if they don't all of a sudden have like horrific like responses to it well it depends on what those whatevers are i mean we have you have to be very specific i'm not very stuff. specific because there's right. because everything is possible so you'll you'll literally have to throw me out like a uh what kind of whatever i'm talking about and i'll either say yes or no i'll either have a sacral response to it or i won't <laughs> i mean i don't i don't really know how to, how to give you what you're looking for because I'm interested in this like idea of like viruses not being a thing. Can I, I can I explain this? No, to you I know you have it. You have, but I want you to explain it because we have an audience ish. Well, I don't know yeah, if we have an audience, but yeah. Helpful. Tell me, tell, tell, tell us all. They take a sick person. Mm-hmm. Okay. They, they, they say this person must have a virus. They take a sample of his uh, snot, you know, lung fluid, whatever. Uh, they never validate that a virus is actually in there. Mm-hmm. They put it in a culture with uh, starved monkey kidney cells. Mm-hmm. They've already been starved of nutrients most times. Mm-hmm. And um, they put That's in- how science and the entire world wants all of us though, by the way. Yeah. So that sure. anything that they give us will have a large reaction to. But <laughs> so so also in this culture, along with the monkey cells in the in the clinical sample, they, they put in antibiotics. Two such antibiotics are 
uh, gentamicin and amphotericin. Mm. If you go and look up amphotericin, gentamicin, you will see they are toxic to kidneys. Mm. So what do you think is going to happen when you introduce kidney cells to nephrotoxins like gentamicin and amphotericin? It doesn't take a brainiac to realize that that's going to kill the fucking cells. Yeah. Okay. So guess what the the marker for proving that is a virus is the cytopathic effect, cytocellpathic, right? Mm-hmm. Death. It's cell death, mm-hmm. pathic disease, whatever that stands for. Um, but so if that is the marker and you're using toxins to create that marker, what does that tell you? And then not only that, they don't do control experiments. Mm-hmm. Okay. But people like Stefan Lanka did control experiments, okay? So he took the clinical sample out. Like, never mind, they didn't validate that there was a virus in there, right? But they took the human sample of snot out of there, not in the picture. They still got the monkey cells to die Mm -hmm. because it's the friggin' environment that they created with the toxins in there. And the, the cells are breaking down into all these little things. So they look at it and they're like, oh, it's a virus. It's not a virus. You're killing the cells. It's a breakdown product that you're creating. And there's a reason they can only do that in a culture. You ask any any, um, virologist, mainstream virologist, can you find HIV in the blood, direct microscopy? Can you find herpes? Can you find any virus in the blood, semen, uh, sweat, saliva? No, there's not enough. They can't find only in a culture. What is that? That's the biggest scam ever created. Okay. That's just like, you're pulling one over on me, bro. You can't find this in a body where it's said to hijack our cells and replicate. People are wearing masks right now because it's in aerosol supposedly, but you can't take that aerosol, put it under a microscope and find a virus. Mm. That's bullshit. Okay. It doesn't take a genius to realize that they're bullshitting people. But it doesn't sound like there's a visual like representation of what a virus is. Like a virus is only a response to. What do you mean exactly? Like from what you described to me, it sounds like there is no, like uh, uh, you, you believe in a bacteria because a bacteria you can see under a microscope yeah. and you can see what it is comprised of and it, and how it, uh, you know, replicates and how it affects you know things around it and you can take that same bacteria and it functions it might it it still is because like both physically and um functionally in different environments Mm -hmm. right yeah um viruses are like based on quote-unquote viruses we'll use the quotes for you again (laughs) um (laughs) are let are like really just uh like a response to or like um like what what healthy human cells or what whatever it's being exposed to ends up as like it's like injecting chaos into something that used to work like it's like basically death of cells it's genetic garbage it's death of cells yeah it's genetic garbage that's all it is and i mean if you're going to claim that there are these things but tell me that we can't see Oh, that makes that's actually really interesting because like because like I think I said earlier in this, I know I said it to you at least before we started podcasting, but um, you know how important elimination is. Oh, because I, yeah. I I guess maybe when I came back from the bathroom, like elimination is like such a important part of health. Yeah. 
literally we we're all assholes like both literally and figuratively <laughs> um but like when we are like made we're actually like two like sheets of dna that go like this and then they go like that well even that is unvalid it's, well it's like it's kind of invalidated I mean, but not invalidated not validated but like at the same time the main thing is um this alchemical process start like happens and every living like process has to have a way to eliminate like the used or unusable or like the, you know, it has sort of like, it, it's continuously separating the wheat from the chaff. Right. Mm -hmm. And the chaff has needs to have a way to like, you know, decay and be recomp, you know, into something else. Mm -hmm. And so like, essentially I'm like, based on what you just said and me associating it with this is like viruses are maybe actually like a, um, just what happens when we can't eliminate the like, like DNA garbage or genetic garbage fast enough, or we're yeah. like, um, well, I mean, our cells do, uh, shed and yeah, they yeah. shed and they mutate and they do all these different things and they, uh, they have There's their own biological process. clock too, yeah. which I think is another thing. Like we have like diseases, dis-ease that has contributed to the fact that our, each like cell of our body, each fiber of our being has its own like time, you know, uh, inherent to it. Sure. And yeah. then, and, and then for us to like work, it's like optimized beings. We're supposed to like, um, acknowledge that and do what we can to get all of these different systems and all the, our cells in alignment with each other as frequently as we can. Yeah. Um, but while we're being bombarded by an external authority that tells us this is time, stay on time, be on time, yeah. and that this is the only time that you should care about, while the rest of this goes, you know, it, it just ends up in a terrible state of disarray and misalignment or, you know, yeah. um, and like maybe that is essentially what the real um, definition of virus is, is what happens when you have all this disorganized and un, like non-directed uh, genetic, you know, like material, you know, or um, that doesn't know how to allow itself to like die and like be recomprised into something that's useful. Hey man, if you want to, you know, redefine it, it's totally fine. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down because apparently the thing that set it up as like a thing yeah. seemed pretty, pretty faulty and hey, it's, uh, well, and it's the procedure. Point is, the point is they're pushing that process to happen. That's of not course, because, because you wouldn't have yeah. anything that we base the Western world on, including the logic that then overcame the feeling that, you know, was they're supposed to, um, you know, balance each other so that we can feel whole in our purpose and still have critical minds and executive function and free will, mm. you know, um, the whole fucking narrative would fall apart if we, Oh yeah, well that's part of the problem. It's a it's a you know huge trillion dollar industry. This whole thing, and and you see how it's impossible to talk without kind of germ theory. Like in, it's infection, this and I caught that, or you know, it's so entwined in our language and our in our lives. I mean, that's why people have such a hard time letting go of this because it's been around for for centuries now i think it's also you know? really important to suggest because of how much of this stuff is like in only in the presence of like it's not acknowledging the environment and like maybe we have been told or we've been uh sold 
that it's something that's happening internally that each of us can catch on this like yeah. biological level, like jumping from one individual to another, mm-hmm. when actually it's something that's being done or happening in the environment that we're all responding to. And based on our level of acidity and stuff yes, like that, it could be that, just like the, the, that's why it happens like seasonally because like right. we're all being exposed to an environmental change. And then, you know, some of yeah. us are more susceptible to it based on our frequency, based on our, yeah, um, our mental, like, I think there's a reason the trees shed its their, their leaves in the fall, you know, like everything kind of dies and goes through this that's process. A, that's a cycle of yeah. life. That's actually the cycle of like existence of life. Yeah. Life is cyclic. Yeah. Con- so maybe we're connected to some part of the environment that we says are. like, we're Hey, con- you need to detox. We're right connected now. to all of it. Yeah. But we're being told the same way that like, you know, I was just listening, like I said, I was listening to Randall Carlson talking about, um, I can't believe that there is a, uh, like a, uh, whatever theory about like how all of these like woolly mammoths died all of a sudden, Someone thought, or like there's an entire field or like the, um, uh, accepted theory was that these survivors or whatever that were like processing, uh, processing, processing, processing. they're processing, they're crossing and they're processing. Um, you can, you can brand that one. I know processing, processing, fucking age. (laughs) Yeah. Processing, um, leave viruses alone. Use processing. That's that. That's actually what we've been doing the entire time. We've been processing. <laughs> um, yes. but anyway, that these this like mass extinction of like mammals or somehow of a woolly mammoth specifically large you know um uh land mammals mm-hmm. that happened all of a sudden was like that was definitely an extinction level event was man made like that like they killed them all they killed them in excess when it's like that could not have happened. Like it had to have been something that happened to the environment in like instantaneously to cause this level of something. And then smart people went back and looked at things like, you know, um, well, I guess not a lot of trees, uh, uh, you know, um, made it through, but like the same way that I can't remember the name of that, the, the, study of like tree rings you know like inside yeah. of to see what carbon happened dating or something it's it's it yeah. is carbon dating but there's a specific word for it that yeah. i know randall carlson fucking knows um but anyway there's not a lot of trees to do that so then you have to look at like sediment like layers or like you know you have to look at uh the geology yeah. and there are things like i can't remember what they call it but they call it like a black black mat which is like soot you know there's mm-hmm. like a, a layer or something that is caused like from soot and i'm like yeah if you're if you can carbon date when humans all of a sudden killed all these woolly mammoths within a matter of days or something like that, or when the entire fucking this part of the earth seemed to have some kind of event that left a lot of dead and a lot of like, you know, something that was like on fire, like a lot of organic material on fire. Who knows? It could have been an act of God too. Like we don't know. All of the above. There's a lot of theories about mud floods and like, you know, resets um who know that that like wiped out the population that 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 has happened a bunch of times because yeah. like life yeah. is cyclic that's also why you have in all of these cultures flood mythologies happening yes, right reoccurring yeah. and even the um multiple prophets or like you know recorded ma- like ascended masters that like have the knowledge you know, being asked, when are we going to know like that it's the end of days or when are we, when are we going to know? And they 
basically all point towards the cyclic nature of life is that you're going to be, you know, having a great time living your life. And all of a sudden it's going to happen like that. Who knows? Because nature is going to get sick of our bullshit. Because that's how it happens. But like, also like, that's like the natural like process of life. So to like be obsessed with it is kind of like not the, and and to think that you can control it or to insert yourself into it with like an um, uh, exaggerated level of significance or power, like being able to say that like a handful of fucking humans cross the fucking whatever straits, you know, from Siberia into Alaska mm-hmm. and over this way and killed, you know, tens of thousands of woolly mammoths on their way. Yeah. Who knows? It's That's like, insane. Like it's, it's hard to know. What man, man. And I mean this as a species, man needs to, humans need, humans need to stop. Hue in, of man. Hue. Color of man. Is that really mm-hmm. it? Oh, yeah. interesting. Human is not really like a uh, correct term for us. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they Homo sapiens it. sapiens. It's like a lower called? form of man. Oh, really, well, that sounds accurate. I think in some old law books, it actually translates to monster. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Like the same way that like Lilith is, but like, it's actually just like Lila, just meaning, meaning dark or night. And then like, we put the if on, which means like creature. So like a night creature, but also it can mean like our shadow self or specifically the shadow of femininity. Mm. Like the thing, like the uncanny Valley that like the human, which now you're essentially Hidden telling Valley me. sounds like a butter company or something. No, that's Hidden Valley, and they make ranch <laughs> I dressing. Know, I, I think, think about that every time. No, but an, un, an uncanny valley is a is a it's a something that's too hard for you to like overcome. So like okay. you know, um, to connect the two. Oh yeah, and the like viruses. Well, yeah. <laughs> saw that eye roll. <laughs> well, it's like a mini expression there. <laughs> with a microaggression. <laughs> microaggression. <laughs> I feel attacked right now. Oh my god, your clue's giving me a clue, but this is why we need like dialogue. Because dialogue fucks, guys. Like and ladies and when I say guys, it does has nothing to do with I'm gender. okay with the population eye rolling me. I eventually. I thought you were going to say with population control. I'm okay with population control. I'm okay with. I was like, "Who are you, Bill Gates?" I'm okay with dumb people disappearing. That's about it. Yeah. Well, if evolution works anything like how true capitalism is allegedly supposed to work, get into evolution. Well, if it if it's if it works the same way, they're both essentially supposed to be based off of. survival of the fittest which means that true capitalism lets things that do not serve a demand and don't are are insufficient or like unrelevant in terms of its supply they disappear they disappear and they get like returned to other things though can't be socialism well i don't care anything that ends with an ism i'm pretty (laughs) anti (laughs) or i'm gonna to give you the same rigmarole which is have you soft focus that and see how it soft how focus. have you soft focus and see how they how they it, why not hard it, focus why not because that's what a microscope does so that you can't see the forest or the trees and your camera does when it focuses. I know, which is why I our soft con- focus our, my camera when I want to see something. I know, but your con- <laughs> the, then your consciousness is focused on a singular thing at the expense of understanding what you're seeing in the grander context of things. So it's a great tool if you want to fucking focus someone's attention into what you okay. want them to look okay, at. I got but 
when they, the, it also removes all of, you're kind of putting um, artificial parameters on someone's consciousness or like view. No, I think that the people who have wisdom right now are, are able to look at the bigger picture, look at the whole picture. And the people who are stupid right now are really just zeroing in on like one thing. Which is uh, why the greatest minds, you know, they all went to Eleusis to like get weird and to, to reabsorb the the wholeness of everything. So then they'd go back into society and be like, okay, so all this stuff that I was coming up with, I've gotten, I've gotten appreciated in the grander scheme of things. I met with goddess. Okay. I understand like the greater like uh, life force and how everything like is, and then it dies, you know, and then it hits a Zenith and it like dies and then, you know, it gets like re compiled into something else. Um, they did a really good job at making whatever tenants, uh, whatever um, ideologies or whatever more um, like stand the test of time because they would kind of like, you could go like, I'm literally seeing like Marcus Aurelius or like, um, you know, Plato or someone like that, like going into like, they've been working on a theory, but then they go and make this like yearly pilgrimage where like they, you know, drink a drink and they experience, you know, uh, a ritual which incorporates storytelling um, that like has, you know, the feminine force and the masculine force and like the dying before you die and like having like a different level of consciousness and realizing that like mm. every ego death, every death of like something is like a chance for you to like experience hell and kind of reform and then come back above ground level as like a new person with that fortified with that experience. Talking about reincarnation? Well, no, I'm talking about um, dying before you die like this. Oh. Uh, I'm talking about like Persephone, um, uh, Demeter um, mythology of like okay. having your innocence taken away, being dragged into an underworld and mm -hmm. under the control of like someone else until you learn to find yourself in the new context as opposed to staying in a dissociative state. You mm -hmm. allow yourself like the old self die, which sucks because they're like, you know, I was like a really happy, you know, carefree child before I got mm -hmm. dragged into hell and, uh, you know, a let uh, raped is essentially what happens to, uh, mm -hmm. but like a two Demeter. I don't, you don't know the story about Persephone? No. And, no, fucking, and you need to know Persephone, man. Persephone hey, Demeter. Not. That's what I'm saying. You need, to, all you need to get, well, that's what I'm saying. You need to like put like the fucking ant, you know, the whoever is the antithesis to Pastor, <laughs> like uh, away. Like you need to like, yeah, that's not important. You need to, no, I'm saying like, you read that, you've gotten, you've hit a wall. Okay. You've hit a wall on what that is. And you need to like yeah, read but... some of the stories and the stuff that like at coming out at the same time. Gladly. But I, people need to understand this. Because that is non-scientific. My thing is that science on. is like its own um, virus. It's its own mind virus, if you let it be. It can. It can. If you let it but be. I am the, but I am fighting against the manipulated science. That's not true science. Though They're manipulating and misusing science. And I want people to know about viruses so badly because of what we went through the past, you know, almost three years now. I, this will happen again. Well, I want people to know so that science is not like, um, like I said, science itself is relative, but because we have let science be the overriding thing that either supports or denies the presence or significance of something or not is it's fine with it's, looking. It's its own like issue. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. So 
you've done all this research on like using one side of the brain from a certain time period and are like, it's not like I like my other side atrophy, but you are not <laughs> like going, uh, you know, like read the mythos uh, or like the stories that led them to that, you know, kind of experimentation in the first place. See what, uh, see what, what kind of, see what other um, experiments were being done but like culturally or in terms of like the stories that were being told, you know, at the time so that you have like a, I do. I look larger, into tons like of things. I mean, you look at my podcast, look at my feed on Instagram, I'm constantly jumping around different things, metaphysical, physical, scientific. I mean, I'm but you, you keep going on the scientific. Yes. Because it's the best way that we have in no, natural I, I, to look at natural phenomena. And it's about having the discernment to know which tools to use and where to look. Okay. So I'm not, I hear what you're saying. But it's often, often to, it's not science that led us to science. I hear what you're saying. Are you though? I hear what you're saying. Science I'm, not saying it's the end, science. I'm not saying it's the end all be all. But Nature. It's the best way in this know? realm with natural phenomena to, it's very easy to use science to dispel the myth of viruses. It's also right? used, it's also easy to, it's honestly easy to take the results of any experiment or any, you know, um, or to extract from a holistic, like a whole story um, to extract certain meanings, you know, quote unquote meanings or themes, and then present that as um, the overall like truth or like the main thing that you need to focus on. And if you just keep running with, you know, you just keep like compartmentalizing the information as, um, you know, then, and you don't ever give, that's the other thing, plagiarism. If you don't ever give like this, the source, you know, or like what the, um, the origin of, uh, an idea of an experiment, um, of any knowledge, was um then that person doesn't ever have a chance to like go back to the primary source and look at it plenty themselves. of sources yeah sources are great or they haven't given me a source on where they first found the you know the the virus where did they find where did they first ask Anthony Fauci. yeah Anthony Fauci. i want to know about lime cuisine too asks. oh my god that guy he even sounds like one of those like you know like if you it, piece of shit. If you go and like listen to, I call him Dr. Faustus because he, yeah. that really is what he is. And I don't know. I'm pretty sure you should, if you didn't, did you ever do any theater? I don't know. Yeah, I did. He did. Um, but like, yeah, like, you know, Faustus wants more than what is just available to him as just some revered academic and, you know, a thought leader of the time. Evil. He wants yeah. to literally have the power of the devil or of God, which is essentially the same thing. It's the same power. It's whether you use it morally people, that's what they or want. anti they sold their soul. And so that's what, that's what Dr. Faustus does. And yeah. he gets to live the rest of his time with the power of, you know, of being able to do anything. But then at the end, he forgets that it's his time of his more, it's time to shake off that mortal coil. And you literally have demons from hell coming to, repo your soul <laughs> to live in the hellfire for all eternity i think they're working with the demons is what i think uh if you whatever you consider demons uh, other other consciousnesses uh i think that they're at, at high levels they're working 
with that. Well, Other I think beings even, you know, you know what it is interesting that, um, honestly, I came to the conclusion when I finally got to see the chemical brothers in person, <laughs> that's something really wrong. with that. No, there's not because a chemical, <laughs> that's actually something really right with that, because that means that the chemical brothers know they know so hard. And what I'm about to say is if you were to like strap some like electrodes, like to your brain, okay. Oh. Something that could, and go through a whole spectrum of frequencies um, and see, and, and, and you were able to describe what it is that you felt like, not just like experience here, but like what it felt like in your body. Also, you will find that it goes from pure elation to something that literally feels that you would describe as like the, like the, pinnacle of like human suffering, like the most that a human can physically, psychologically, mentally, emotionally endure That's where and still, right and still be, and still, and, and without it like caving, you know, without it, like actually like heart going out. Okay. Without the yeah. frequency of the heart being disrupted to the point where the vessel cannot be supported internally. Yeah. Um, so that's what, like, I, I, there's something more to frequencies. There's something more to like sound. Absolutely. Um, yeah. than uh, anything has ever been able to energy, frequency, vibration. They're all the same that, thing. Yeah. That's what this realm is. That's what I think. I, beyond this realm, it's something that I. Um, but like yes. human, I mean, like physical matter, where like energy becomes so dense that it has like a that it's a different kind of um like uh has a different kind of response, a different kind of resonance. Um, is like what's so profound and necessary about it, which is why it's also important that it still exists. So, and like without the, you know, yeah, un without like the parameters of all I know is that if um, shit, how long have we been going? Uh, I have no idea. It seems like forever, but um, no. Um, also, it's the first of the month. It's December, yes. so yes. don't forget to say rabbit, rabbit, and also yeah. I don't know. It is something that I like knew about before, but I always think of now because of the Leo King who I've been listening to for like 10 years. But um, anyway, mm. because I think we're kind of like, he's, we're not exactly like each other's uh, foil, but anyway, it's a whole, it's a whole, yeah. we have a whole astrology DJ. Um, I'm not that plugged into astrology. That's your thing, but uh, it's not every astrologer is uh, made the same, but um, what is important is, everyone is an astrologer <laughs> if you can't if you want to be <laughs> so sure. yeah yeah doesn't mean that I, I i i think you should go on half cocked and you know just because just because someone has ten thousand followers on tiktok talking about sun sign astrology it's easy to get ten thousand followers on tiktok i feel like i don't know i'm like too afraid of like having my every facial dimension recorded and sold <laughs> well it's too late you went live on instagram right they can they can record mm. anything that you put on camera on Instagram. Oh, good. And Facebook and all that. Yeah, look at the small print. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I, I, that's actually when I stopped using um, Instagram for like I a good long time. It's like when they changed the TOS in yes. like 2000, in yep. 2021. Yeah. Yeah. That, Anything on your camera, they can. Yeah, that's why. Support. And that's why I didn't, I don't have TikTok on my phone or anything. And I'd never like gone live on TikTok. I literally. Yeah. Um, anyway, you have access to your files, anything you keep on that device, the devices that are connected to that device. I mean, they got us by the balls. Yeah, well, I wrote a really. sketch, which hasn't been done, but in my mind's eye, it would actually probably be better as a, um, like an animated something, mm -hmm. um, which is like definitely like the TOS being the new, um, 
like treaties that the col- col- that the colonizers had with the natives, the TOS, <laughs> like, and we're the natives, okay? As the com- uh, like as as the as the humans that are just saying yes to whatever terms because they're too long to ever really understand or decipher what the implications for yourself or your family or anyone else is for humanity. Mm. We're just saying yes to it. And we're like, this is being done in good faith. Right. Mm. And then it's like, no, actually we own you. And you just signed away the rights to your land and anything that's produced on the land and any humans that are produced on the land and Mm. in, in perpetuity. (laughs) Yeah. So think about that the next time. Remember how that worked out for the natives, okay? Signing those treaties. Uh, Think about that every time you are faced with a, do you agree to these terms when your TOS pops up on your phone? There's a lot of terms and treaties that we sign, uh, you know, ignorantly. Correct. uh, In all all types of ways. So Yes. I think we should wrap this up so I can fit it into a easily digestible format <laughs> take your have some probiotics if you're this your digestion sure um, but they're by bi- they're probiotics yeah okay yeah probiotics are good i guess some raw milk do yeah. that too whatever it is I make, order some raw milk today. make sure that it's like it, it's life-giving and life-producing it came from something that was alive and not yes. something that did not Absolutely. have any life in it and absolutely you can't derive life from something that is lifeless that's that's that is something that i don't know if science can prove or uh spirituality can prove i'm i'm less concerned about the proving and more concerned with like the knowing <laughs> always seek to know absolutely um okay we're gonna wrap this up i want to thank uh the the few people that joined us on on youtube which i don't do uh very much but it's fun to to go live sometimes and uh and check out anamkara astrology yes yeah anamkara i know it's spelled a-n-m-c-h-a-r-a astrology and elise anamkara it's uh that's what i'm on on twitter and stuff Whatever it is. I'm just gonna put my link in whatever it is that you put. Yeah, I can, I'll put a link down in the in the description if you're into And make sure that you that buy stuff. Patrick a coffee, okay? <laughs> buy Patrick Be a nice. fucking coffee. Thank you.